Hey everyone, Scott Ackerman here. And I'm Lauren Lapkin. And I'm Paula Tompkins. And we have a brand new podcast called Freedom. Basically, the three of us have a lot of fun conversations together, and we wanted to do a show where we aren't playing characters. So we abandon our individual podcast formats to discuss each other, the world, and everything in between. Although maybe we should have done all of our podcast formats on top of each other simultaneously. I think like we should. Fr- like friends. Like the <laughs> yeah, friends yeah, like on YouTube. Friends. Like, Netflully, like, yeah. friends. Like, like friends. Like friends. Like friends. Like friends. Like friends. Like friends. We are friends. In this limited series, we try to figure out what the show should be called. A test balloon. Nope. <laughs> 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 S, so stupid. Welcome back to KIS, S. No one will ever find it. Oh, honey, it gets worse. Oh, I like that. We share weird stories from our childhoods. And I tried to flip over his back, and then we both just fell, and we both landed on the tops of our heads. Oh, oh. my God. And we make fun of each other a lot. Which is kind of a bummer sometimes. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, not for all of us, just for one of us. Wait, who? <laughs> that one. <laughs> So make sure. Yeah, because ch- I was like, it's not a bummer for me. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I get my feelings hurt. <laughs> oh, come on. <laughs> now that is going to get people to listen. Make sure to check out Freedom October 4th, wherever you get your podcast, baby. Or go fuck yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wah, 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 wah. Welcome to the Comedians of Wrestling Podcast, the podcast where comedians dissect wrestling to an unhealthy degree. Not changing my lifestyle. I'm four or five women every day of my life. I'm your host, Dan Black, a.k.a. Donsky Blackamora, a.k.a. Donnie Kayfabe, a.k.a. Donnie Wrestling. Donnie Wrestling. A.K.A. Donnie Capri from that time I traveled to Italy. Seems like you're a little stupid, but you're actually really stupid. A.K.A. the modern day spoof Haraja. Coming at you like Cleopatra. Baby, baby. Gabba, gabba wee. Gabba wee. Yeah, yeah. The girl, she's mine. And uh, She's fine. What up, Jabroniacs? Holy motherfucking shit. We are back in action for your satisfaction with all of our spicy, spicy wrestling reactions. Can you smell what the Rossi is kicking? Yeah, that's my dad kicking it off. Hey, everybody, before we move on with this show, you got to remember, you can get your opinions on the show. You can get your voice on the show. You can be heard. First thing you can do is vote. We got midterm elections coming up. Vote. You can have your heard. But hey, you can have your voice heard solely on this show by cashing in. You leave us a voicemail, okay, at 316. 530-2429-316. 530-2429. Blow my mind. Someone you idolize takes you under their wing from day one. 
And so, <laughs> yeah, uh, you catch it. Also, hey, remember, guys, this show is grassroots. We say it. If you like this show, we know a lot of you guys are listening and not supporting the show. We would love your support. Uh, you go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. You become a patron of this show, a patron saint, if you will, a mm. saint in our eyes. But, hey, we're not just saying just don't, don't just sign up and you get nothing. You get value, baby. We got bonus episodes on there right right now we are in our movie dissection spree mm. we are dissecting to an unhealthy degree movies with professional wrestlers on it we've done the marine we've done the condemned we've done ready to rumble we've done them all baby not, them all. not even close to them all we did the chaperone last week and this week right now mm. become a patron at patreon.com we have uh one of the biggest pieces of shit or maybe <laughs> the worst movie i've ever seen yeah. in my entire life a movie called pro wrestlers vs zombie a very spooky choice <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> but uh you go on there we're gonna dissect this movie yeah. and uh you're gonna um uh, we, uh, we gonna watched it we watched it so that you don't have to <laughs> Absolutely. That hey, you heard that voice, baby, to my front. Returning, returning champion, Nasty Newman. Oh, about it. Yeah, but we chose that. Uh, Jabroniak Zachary Baguette chose Pro Wrestlers First Zombies because every tenth patron we get, yeah. you get to choose which movie we dissect. And uh, this time, you chose to torture me. Yeah. So uh, uh, it's getting bleak, guys. Absolutely. But hey, at least it was Halloween time. You know, it felt like get those horrors in, get those spooks in. Yeah. The only thing horrifying about this movie was the script. Uh, um, if there was a script. I don't think there was a script. Uh, <laughs> unbelievable. Hey, guys, remember, um, for the Patreon, we are, you owe you guys. We hit 70 patrons. We owe you guys the cow 9 to 5. We're, you know, we're, we're pushing. Once we hit 100 patrons, yeah. we're putting out the eight-hour episode, 9 to 5, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. You guys sit, spend a full work day with Cal. Sit down at your desk, plus play. You listen to one podcast for one whole day. Uh, we owe you guys the schedule. Next week, I will post the working schedule of that episode. Oh, yeah. What's going to happen in those eight hours? You're going to get a glimpse, okay? I mean, there'll still be some surprises, baby. This is the Cal podcast. You know how this goes. Yeah, you know I, how this goes, I should, uh, You know how this goes, Daddy. <laughs> I think that we would uh I'll do is I'll uh, I'll pick I'll have like three different substances right. one one through three oh. all three are psychedelics and I'll let the cow listeners pick either one two or three and then that'll be the thing that I'm dealing with during our eight hours. <laughs> Wow, like I'm like the Morpheus, and right. I get to be, like you get to choose right. one, two, three, and one. Well, is one of them water? Is one of them like a no. full placebo? No, 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 no. They're all all three. It'll probably be like, <laughs> what would they be? I mean, I don't want the the feds listening to to, to oh, pinch yeah, the feds. me. Well, I mean, the feds, the, you know, but the only fed listening to this is IRS. Or we're not shyster. He's uh, yeah, Donnie Rotunda. It'll either be Mike Rotunda, Molly. LSD or uh, mushrooms. Unbelievable. Hopefully for us, it's LSD. Uh, uh, okay. WWE champion, Jinder Mayhem. Okay. Uh, all right. couple more things to plug here, guys. Uh, our, we have Survivor Series is in LA. Hell yeah. Okay. And I want to know, the com comedians of wrestling, we got some fun live shows that I want to plug and announce on the show. First thing I want to say, November 17th, midnight at UCB Franklin here in Los Angeles, Cal... Comedians of Wrestling Podcast will be invading the Tournament of Nerds mm -hmm. show. The Cow Takeover Tournament of Nerds show at at uh, UCB. Um, listen, guys. All I know is uh, Dolph Ziggler confirmed. 
for nice. this show. Nice. A lot of wrestlers have known to stop by this show. If you're in the LA area, I would get your tickets. I think this show's probably five bucks, maybe ten bucks. Uh, it's and a it will be worth your value. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Midnight on that. Saturday? Yeah. Five bucks. The Thursday before Survivor Series. Yeah, it's gonna be it's after uh, War Games. Yeah. Okay. Because uh, War Games is at eleven a.m. <laughs> yeah, War Games at eleven a.m. here on the West Coast. Uh, at eleven on eleven fifteen Thursday. Um, I'll be performing on Dolph Ziggler and Friends mm -hmm. at the Comedy Store uh, here in Los Angeles, and I don't know anything about who that lineup is, but I know that. Uh, the last one was uh, had a bunch of wrestlers on it. It's got a, a bunch of superstars to so come out and uh, let's uh, let's say well, let's throw up the cow side together. Yeah, hell yeah! So those are two shows: Survivor Series weekend here in Los Angeles. Come check them out. Uh, the tournament and nerds show will sell out really fast. Patrons, uh, I, I'll guarantee you some tickets for yeah. this show. Okay, uh, cool. All right, now we got to hear from our sponsor. Okay, right. now. Uh, 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 no, she said something. There's something with the sponsor that I need. That I shouldn't do the normal read. Oh uh, yeah, Shebs sent me an email and he said very explicitly, and he said, "Shebs, he's not, <laughs> what does Shebs got to do with Letterman?" Uh, he was representing Letterman. What? On his as, behalf. Wow. As counsel? A lawyer needed a lawyer to represent him. All right, uh -huh. so I should. you said I got to play this in lieu of my normal read. Yeah, yeah, so like you don't read it, just play it. He said you didn't listen to this before, right? No. Okay, cool. So none of us have listened to this. He said explicitly do not listen to this before. And so uh, we were respecting those wishes before. Okay. We Could we take it one step further and just not listen to it? I, I mean, I can't. It's it's the sponsor of the right. show. So yeah, I would yeah. do that, but it is a sponsor. We this is the sponsor, the sponsor show. All right, let's hear this. Sierra Hotel, Echo, Bravo, India, Romeo, Oscar, Shapiro. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Jason Shapiro, and I am the advocate for the reigning, defending, undisputed legal champion and sponsor of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast, Adam. Letterman! Two weeks ago, my client was disrespected on the very show he sponsors. Anosh McAdam and Jaquise Neal chuckled and besmirched his career, his firm, and his good intentions. And Dan Black, you stood there and did nothing. You know, respect is a word that has lost its significance as of late. Respect is not something that Adam and I give very easily. It takes a lot to earn our respect. And you have all lost our respect. Anosh, you need to keep my name out of your mouth. You say I'm just one guy in an office? My firm is actually one of the biggest personal injury firms in this country. This country, not fucking Canada. And I'm the top guy there. You're not a top guy anywhere, certainly not on this podcast. Every time you open your mouth, Cow Nation loses a listener. You're a nothing. You're a middling engineer slash God knows what, and I'm a nationally ranked attorney. I'm actually good at what I do. I'm like Jaquise. Hey, Jaquise, it's called the comedians are wrestling, not the nobodies are wrestling. I expect to hear actual comedians, not trash nothings that need to gimmick their way onto a pod. I've never heard of you. I doubt I'll ever hear you. You're a zero, a complete non-entity. So keep chuckling, because you know who's paying to hear their name on your podcast? Absolutely no one. Woo! Now, many of you may know, I have my own national radio show on Sirius XM. I'm in the big leagues, and in the big leagues, this would never fly. We respect our sponsors. We stand up for our sponsors. We treat our sponsors like gold, because if we don't, they might not be our sponsors for much longer. You've got a lot to learn about respect, Dan. 
a lot to learn. And Newman? You did nothing to stop this either. Now I know technically you weren't even there, but fuck you. You're nothing but a little kitty cat. Meow meow, you piece of shit. Wow. I mean, that was a shoot. <laughs> Holy shit. Shots. Shit. I mean, shots good, good, fired. It's a good production. I hope, I hope, I hope Shabiro and Letterman enjoyed their piped in crowd noise because the only time they get a reaction like that is when they leave the room. Yeah, well, look, I just got to say, Jaquise is not here to defend himself. Um, and, you know, I'm going to go he, on record and say that was a big mistake calling out Jaquise. Brothers, you have no idea. The storm that you just beckoned from the horizon into your backyard. Nationally ranked lawyers? Nationally ranked lawyers. What are we ranking toilet paper now? What are we ranking garbage cans now? Everything gets ranked. What are you number one on LinkedIn? The only thing that LinkedIn is good for is bugging me in emails every single day to answer Adam Letterman's uh, invite. Oh, Adam Letterman wants to follow me on Instagram. Dishes Zabiro wants to follow me on Instagram. And you know what? The reason that there's not weird, awkward pauses between each and every one of my words is because this isn't scripted, you jabronis. This is off the top of my motherfucking head, okay? So get Whoa. my name out of your mouth. I'm not a cat. I'm the big dog. Wow. wow. Okay. Um, all right. Um, you're calling yourself the big dog and here. You're beholden <laughs> to your sponsors, suckers of Satan's cock. You hear me? <laughs> Sponsors? We're supposed to be impressed by you groveling at the feet of the money makers, of the people tossing ducats at you to say their name on the air? And big leagues, Jason, you are part of a dying machine. The radio? It had to move to outer space to get interesting, and people still don't listen to it. Back off. Oh, preach. Preach, Newman. Nancy Newman preaching. I mean, Anosh, before I go, because, I mean, I got I got I got a lot to say, but I feel like I'm mm -hmm. keeping it together as the host, as the anchor, as the professional anchor of the show. I was just say, Nosh, would you like to respond to, I don't know, he, there was an attack on your Argu national... Arguably the worst attack of the whole thing. Absolutely. Yeah. Was yeah. A, where, there was a, a ra really a racist attack when I you know. think that about it. That was a little racist. Yeah. Yeah. That was swampy <laughs> for sure. Absolutely. Anosh, do you have any response? I've never met or seen Adam, but I'm assuming he's below average height because he sounds very insecure. He's got a bit <laughs> of a Napoleon complex. Yeah. And you know what? I actually love that he's... He's our sponsor, you know? I think it's dope that Dan has his successful friends as our sponsors, you know? I know your ego's wearing a neck brace right now. Yeah. But the cow listeners aren't a jury that you need to convince. You don't need to prove that you're some successful top 40 ranked lawyer. If I'm getting in an accident, I'm calling Adam Letterman, okay? I know you're successful. Great. Any, uh, any, would you like to stand up for Canada? Oh, uh, for oh, Canada. No, no, I know Canada's fine. They don't need to stand up. You know what, Absolutely. Adam? Absolutely. If, if, if you need to borrow a pair of pants ever, I have some gym shorts It'll probably fit you. Okay. I've never seen him, but I'm assuming he's a short guy. Listen, uh, uh, Anosh, listen, you know, as the host, I'm, I mean, I feel this really conflicted thing. You know, we play this at the top of the show. Uh, this is a sh show is already going to have a lot of weird energy, and to kick it off like this is not exactly, uh, you know, how I want it. I'll, I'll say one response I want to say is to Jason Shapiro, mm -hmm. which a guy who I let co-host this podcast, I've let him, I let him produce 
my my co- my stand up comedy sp- special and let him I let him be my best friend since we were fucking five years old. And this guy comes on here saying that he's in the big league because he has that Sirius XM. Yeah, well, let me tell you, the big leagues are changing. Times are changing. I want to see your listenership on that bullshit show behind a fucking paywall. I guarantee more people are in this cow fucking universe than are in your universe. And that's why you are calling it to our show. That's why you're harassing our sponsors because I know you're the architect. I know you're the architect of this promo because I know that Adam Letterman is too busy being a lawyer to get worked up about this. You manipulated my sponsor and you manipulated my show. Jason Shapiro, you're putting on fucking notice. You are on notice, my friend, for your fucking bullshit. All right, now this is too much cursing for this show. Uh, And I just want to say that Adam Letterman with you, when it comes to Jason, but I mean, Jason Shapiro in a way is dead to me, okay? Mm. But when it comes to Adam Letterman, I'm conflicted. He's the sponsor of the show. He's provided resources mm. here, okay? But when I think about it, how he hurt Anosh, and Newman's all worked up, and I think about my people here, okay? Because you know what? We did, worked on a secret project this morning, okay? Anosh drove in from San Diego, 6 in the morning, 6 a.m., to work on something, right, for the patrons, for when we hit 80 patrons, right? We're shooting a video. I had to stop for gas twice. Right. And you guys are helping me out, and these guys are just in Northeast, just racking a couple of one percenters in New York, and you hurt these guys. And so, Letterman, thank you for your, you know, patronage. Thank you for your sponsorship to the show. But as of this week, you are no longer the sponsor of the Comedians of Wrestling podcast. Wow. I'll be returning your sponsorship money because the people in this room matter more to me. And if you're going to call them nothing, so my guest, Jaquise, my guest on this show. One of the best guests that we have. Absolutely. Okay. You're going to say that then. You know what? Sometimes there's things that are bigger than money. And yes, do we need the money? Right? I mean, do we only have 70 patrons? Fact. Do other podcasts have a lot more than that? Yes. Is losing a sponsor a big deal? Does UCB have the infrastructure to give me the sponsors that I need? Absolutely not. Okay? So, it's a big deal, but I have to draw the line somewhere. So, I would like to say that, uh, Adam Letterman, thank you for your service, is what I would like to say. You're fired! From this podcast. All right, can we start this fucking show already? Please do. Yeah, unbelievable. I'm God. losing my voice here. I can't believe it. I got to take a swig. It's a lot of yelling. All right, let's get today. into some positive stuff because we need to inject right. some positive energy before we bring it right back down again. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> Nasty Newman t-shirt contest is over. Oh, yeah. And Nasty Newman has chosen a t-shirt. Would you like to reveal which shirt will be up on ProWrestlingTees.com? Yes. Once we take the image and make the necessary tweaks to be up there, we'll announce when it's up there. Would you like to announce the winner? I would like to... On this sponsorless podcast, would you like to announce it? Yes. I would like to first, I would like to thank everybody that submitted uh, the fact that You know, people listen to this show and and enjoy it so much that they participate is really cool. Uh, So thank you for that. Um, So I want to, yeah, I want to announce that Christopher Albright is the winner with his InfoWars style Nasty Newman uh, shirt. Uh, I like it because it's simple. Mm -hmm. It's sleek. It's a reference to something on the show. It has my name. Uh, and yeah, uh, that's something that I would wear. Big winner. It's a good pick. So congratulations. All right. Yeah, you win, baby. But everybody else everybody else had great shit, too. Um, yeah, thank you for submitting. 
All right. Hey, Christopher Albright. So we'll be posting that. The Alex Jones. It was like the Alex Jones spoof, yes, right? Yes. Uh, 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 parody. Yeah. Yeah. That was a, that's a cool logo. That's going to be a cool shirt. You'll be able to get that on ProWrestlingTees.com if you want to support the Nasty Newman uh, universe. All proceeds for the Nasty Newman t-shirt go to Nasty Newman himself. Oh, yeah. So just know that. All right. All right. Um, so, all right. That's a, let's get Let's get into this week. All right. So- Look, uh, as we all know, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, let's just kick it off proper. This is like, yeah. all right. Well, as we, we all know, Roman Reigns came out in the ring this week and uh, in his plain clothes, he came out and uh, with the universal title and announced that he has leukemia and will be vacating the title in a, a r- extremely... Um, Heart-wrenching, uh, realistic, uh, you know, moment for a show that is lives in an alternate universe in a real shocking uh, mm-hmm. moment. I don't, you know, what what can you really say about it? Um, it was, uh, you know, it's extremely sad, and um, I I felt really emotional watching it. I think really the thing that hits you in these moments is like. You know when people call professional wrestlers larger than life? Yeah. I've always never really, I've always been like, oh, that's like just something you say. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, some things are just like cliches and slogans and they just, they're, they're, you almost mad lib them into stuff. Mm-hmm. They go larger than life. But like in that moment, I felt like I understood what people meant because I think when people say they're larger than life, you mean when you watch professional wrestling, you assume these guys are always going to be there right. and we're going to get sick. Do you yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like when you see these guys, you're like these. Uh, like when I like when I'm sick, these guys are gonna be there for me. They're not gonna like. They're these guys are immortal. Like these guys are right. This right. Roman Reigns will always be there, right? Literally, I mean, you know. Roman Reigns is always here. But it is right. The guy like is like a workhorse. He's there. These guys are in perfect shape. They work their asses off. And um, it was like this moment where everything reversed, and we. Like told Roman, like, hey, we're here, you know, like we're here for you, especially a character like Roman Reigns, where we're constantly berating the guy. I mean, I can't think that anyone, most people, I'm sure first reaction was uh, shock. And then next thing, some kind of guilt of booing him Mm -hmm. and being conflicted about the character of Roman Reigns, but it is kind of a testament to like wrestling being a true community, right? We all get so lost in the reality of professional wrestling where you actually believe uh, when I'm doing this podcast, sometimes there's times where I actually believe that like, I hate Roman Reigns. (laughs) Do you know what I'm saying? Right. And that is a testament to the art form and to the work of these guys and the, the dedication they have to, the concept of the WWE universe and that world, right? Like making it work uh, without all their without all their work and persistence. You would like it would it would it wouldn't happen, right? You'd feel it if they phoned it in. So I'm saying to me, when that bubble gets popped in that instant, right? And you immediately realize like, oh wow, it's amazing what a trance I was in. Yeah. How lost and how much escapism. This product actually provides me where I actually think I I literally could be like I hate this guy mm. and I can 
and I could just say it and leave it and know he could take it. Right. And I know that that character could take it. I know that if I saw him in real life and I said to his face, boo, I hate you. He probably is prepared to handle that and knows that comes with the gig and knows that he's offering me something. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? That right. he's offering me an escapism. When I go, boo, Roman Reigns, take off the vest, blah, 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 I'm doing that. I'm not thinking about my problems. I'm not thinking about the fact that, like, I didn't get that commercial I was talking about last week. Uh, yeah. Right? Like, or whatever, like, hardships I'm having in my life, you know? Uh, uh, you don't think, you're, right? You're, you're giving it to them, and they absorb it. Right. And it's fucking unbelievable. And the second that the, the, the bubble snaps... Uh, like and, uh, and the reality is like wow this guy is sick you realize like oh i love this guy right and the, so like I, I immediately was waiting for the backlash which it didn't happen to be honest yeah which I, I i mean to be honest i'm not really on swamp twitter like i'm not in the swamps i'm yeah. not like deep in the squared circle reddit or whatever where people are probably just like whatever he sucks or they're like now you love him or whatever kind of uh cynical attitude it is but no it is like wow no um Dude, I di I I don't like the writing of this character. I di I I disagree with the placement of this guy in the company, but I respect the hell out of all WWE superstars out there giving it their all. Right. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And that even goes for Vince, who everybody's super critical of him. You know. So I think that that is um. I know it's like I'm I'm ram I'm not rambling. These are all very uh these are, these are like feelings I've been really thinking about. But, um, it's a big deal, but it is, it is, um, it is amazing and it is a testament to the art form mm -hmm. and it is a testament to the wrestling community who, when you think about it is extremely large, but also extremely small. Mm -hmm. Uh, I bet a lot of people don't know that the champion of WWE, a guy headlined mania is four years in a row. Uh, has leukemia. I yeah. bet if we walk around this theater right now, this is a big building and it's a school. I bet what percentage of people even know about that. I mean, obviously this is a this is a, a small demo, mm -hmm. but I'm curious if even like my dad knows who's a big sports guy. You know, so you do think like the people. I mean, my phone was blowing up from any anyone I know about wrestling. That people were rocked by the news. But it is kind of small, right? Yeah. It is like a bunch of people who speak this same language. And it's amazing that the second this happened, everybody everybody rallied. Like, we know this is a this guy. We know he's a good person. Yeah. You know? Um, anyway, I'll let uh, you speak before I get into my next part of how I feel about this. No, I was just going to say that I think that um, uh, I don't know if when he announced that, uh, because leukemia is not called blood cancer, which is what it is. <laughs> right. Um it's not called blood cancer. It's called leukemia, which doesn't sound scary, right? Um, I don't think people realized in the moment even how big of an announcement this is. Like he's in for a real fight, uh, and it's uh, I'm not I'm not trying to get grim, but I mean there's no guarantees um, with with this kind of shit, and I just hope that uh, he's able to pull through for all the reasons you just said. Um, I've never hated Roman Reigns. Uh, I've never even really hated the placement of him. I get why people would complain, but yeah, this is a this is a big this is a big deal. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, you know, what, 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 we all just wish him well. You yeah, know what yeah. I mean? And we hope and we, and and uh, we hope he comes back. And I like uh, I feel like there's a there's a bravery that is hard to understand in making yourself that vulnerable. Mm -hmm. um, you'll feel it. 
not to be preachy, but in moments you'll feel it when you do something that makes you exposed in front of people. I'm a performer, so I do it more, you know? Mm -hmm. But I've had times where I have jokes that are like really letting people in, and I say them in a room of like 10 people, and then I got to go in the back, and then people are like, wow. I didn't know that about you or, you know, and then you're like, should I have said that? It's weird. You almost want to just like leave, you know, and we saw Roman had that. There's a video of him going through Gorilla and you see him want to just be like, all right, you guys still filming me? Like, I just want to go. And he actually made a pretty funny joke about being like, don't film my rental car. I didn't know I was coming tonight. It's just, I didn't even get the full size SUV, you know, <laughs> um, but I'm saying making yourself vulnerable like that, especially in a battle that truly like he could. He, it could be tough for him, you know? Yeah. Like, this is something where he's coming out being like, this is not a retirement speech, you know? And he's making promises, right? Yeah. And you could see, I believe that he was saying, I want to be your fighting champion. And he was like, those were lies. I believe that he does beat himself up about that, yeah. right? That's part of that, like, ring general mentality or, you know, uh, uh, being a leader in the back where he's like, I said that and those were all lies. He was like being taking responsibility for the fact that he said, I'm a defending champion, you know? And he's like, well, I'm not going to be defending. So I lied. Like saying that is extremely tough on yourself. Yeah. Saying lie. Uh, I imagine he had free reign over this promo and saying that it shows kind of the work ethic of the guy, right? It's almost uh Cena esque if you would, right? Yeah. It's, it's, it's ultimate good guy talk, but, it also was from the heart, right? He was calling himself Joe. So, right, the wall was completely down. So I do, I think, um, I think that we should applaud Roman for his vulnerability, right? Uh, and we need leaders like that. Truly, it's a, those, that's a leadership quality. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm not getting political here, but you see a person who makes, we have the, the president of this country makes himself 0% vulnerable ever, right? right? I'm not trying to make this a political thing, but I'm saying, right, it's easy to get up there and be a, a defensive person, right? Letting your guard down is very tough, you know? So I, I think when it comes, I think... I think that that's something to applaud. It's like saying, I'm going to do something as a chance um, that he doesn't. And all we do is wish him well. So um, I have more thoughts on this. But uh, Newman, any more thoughts about uh, in a non-kayfabe sense, right? Like, because I have some thoughts that are like, hey, let's be marquee about this. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? For fun. Yeah. Because we should be have some... Uh, some levity here, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just saying. I hope uh, I'm looking. I'm looking forward to. I'm going to be positive. I'm looking forward to when he does beat leukemia and he does come back because uh, I think that. Uh, and this may lead into us being Marky. I think that um, his leaving is going to create a vacuum uh, on all levels at WWE that is going to make everybody step up uh, and take things to the next level. And I think when he does beat it and comes back, right, then it's going to jump to the next next level again and we're going to start to see this why this era is uh a, like the next golden age of wrestling right um yeah so i mean let's all right here's what i want to say about roman reigns now now let's get into the kayfabe implications of mm -hmm. this because Here's the here's what when I watch wrestling and I watch this, I go, man, I love this community. I love this show. And I'm like, why am I feeling this? And then, you know, I I hyperanalyze all this and it's, you know, it's it's not not a problem. Part of what I think is so amazing about wrestling is is like I say, I love this community. I I uh uh and I and I love the product. And I think what it is is that there there's also because Wrestling is 
worked and shoot, right? Like it has the work shoot balance. And there's part of wrestling that you can actually control, right? They they write it as much as you can. Uh, you script it as much as you can. Um, and you try to even bring in real life when you can. Right. But it's even hard to find that balance, right? Like the Daniel Bryan run, part of what made that so amazing was that like he's this underdog and people really are rooting for him, right? And we know that the company didn't even want to put him in the Royal Rumble. They wanted it to be Orton Batista, right? You know that. Yeah. Um, Part of it is like uh, CM Punk is that he like really spoke his mind. He really didn't like Vince. He didn't like the company. And then that that felt authentic. Part of Austin is that he really is that like working man. Roman Reigns. Uh, Roman Reigns, part of what wasn't really working about him is that like he was pushed as this hero. Right. But he was this guy who was got a, uh, a, a writing push. And it seemed like a guy who. From our perspective until this point was pretty struggleless uh in the business. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh he's you know, from our perspective, he's a guy who was pushed. He won the Royal Rumble, he uh he you know, the rock holding his arm up, he main evented four WrestleMania's in a row. Uh he was a retiring Undertaker, beating uh be uh, what he beat everybody, AJ, Shinsuke, John Cena, I mean Undertaker, Triple H, like er- Anyone in his path, he was completely unstoppable. He didn't tap out to an accolade with a chain wrapped around his right, mouth. <laughs> right, 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 right. So it was like, okay, well, they were like, yeah, because he's the toughest guy. Remember they're pushing he's the toughest guy? That right. was his thing. Well, in a weird way, like this is like the way, this is like a, this is like how he's going to prove it. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it sounds like, oh, I'm like, now I'm mixing stuff, but actually that's the thing. I'm not like thinking about story over a real band struggle. It's not what I'm doing. What I'm doing is trying to tap into what I'm calling like the force mm. of wrestling, oh, right? Whatever, like whatever, whatever that X factor, whatever that thing that pushes a guy to the next level. Yeah. You know what I mean? Sometimes it's just like, uh, like, uh, uh, like a guy like Cena was just like living that, gimmick to the point that you it was so the hustle loyalty respect where it was actually him and it was so undeniable the work ethic and the passion it was like the make the make a wishes but a guy like roman reigns the perseverance of a guy who's like he's the toughest guy in this company he deserves it and now it's just amazing we're gonna see he's in the actual like battle of his life here and he has a complete positive great attitude and it's just i don't know to be honest in this moment he has, if he comes back, he will be the top guy forever in this company <laughs> because you, you can't write good wrestling. That's just how it, that's what makes wrestling so amazing. Yeah. Like I would never wish this on him. I wish that he got it in a, I wish that he was able to connect better, for, you know, it, it, it connect during his run in that way that they wanted it to. But boy, oh boy, uh, this shows you who this man is and whatever. I don't know if Vince knew or didn't know. He really is like a tough, hardworking, like son of a gun. And to be honest, we've heard it from the guys in the back. The guys in the back have always sung Roman's praises. I right. mean, all over Instagram and any interview, just be like, no one works harder. Ziggler has been on this podcast and just been like, you know, has just been like, hey, man, he's the top guy. Like, you know, if it was somebody who didn't work his ass off, it would upset me. But this guy, like, he sets an example. Like, right. you can't, you, we've seen it, you know, but we yeah. haven't felt it. 
And part of that is his inauthentic is how inauthentic he's been on the microphone, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see how authentic he was here, and how he hasn't really been able to show us who he is and make himself vulnerable. So he made himself vulnerable here, and now we're actually going to see the toughness of this guy. And I believe he will power through. And I believe Roman Reigns is um, Roman Reigns is uh, in this weird way has uh, arrived in a really tragic way. You yeah. know? Yeah. 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 Yeah, no, I think he's. I think he's gonna pull through too. And um, yeah, he. I. I wonder too if like him not being able to, if nobody knew, like maybe he wasn't able to like show up fully and be his authentic self. That's right. why it wasn't coming through like on the mic because he's had this sort of like knowledge of like I could get sick again at any time, uh, and wasn't able to incorporate that into his character. And right. so there was always a piece missing. I don't know. Well, he sounds like it was 11 years ago. He's 22 years old. He went quick into remissions, what he said in his statement. And I uh, love that, that he said, I put it in remission. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was ass. great. Yeah, I yeah. love that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, he, uh, yeah, and, and, and uh, you know, so it sounds like, I don't know, in my mind, I think based on what, and obviously we don't know a lot of information. I was Googling, trying to find more, but um, we don't really know. Uh, it seems like this kind of just popped up. Yeah, we don't know who he knew wasn't what. like battling yeah. this. Uh, so you know, some yeah, people- but I mean, like you have it. If you have any kind of cancer, there's always the ch- and it's in remission. There's always the chance you could come back, right? You, and and I'm sure that and and and, uh, and, uh, and knock on wood and God forbid, like I haven't uh, spoke from that experience, but I imagine once you have that kind of scare, it's always here. You know, yeah. it's always something that's in your mind. Yeah, something you feel. It's a feeling that you know. It's a trauma that uh, you can always uh, tap into. Mm-hmm. You know what and, I mean? And that's what I mean. It's like uh, I I have to I have to believe that Vince knew that he had leukemia when he was 22 because uh and and chose not to introduce it into his character and I'm sure that might have been frustrating right. for him you know what I mean like cuz that would have if he had been Roman Reigns the cancer survivor this entire time who knows what kind of like reaction absolutely um I think it's a it's a touchy thing to bring up sure. you just go like cuz you don't want to um <laughs> Obviously, you don't want to profit off of somebody's uh, no, but even cancer. like even for like the Susan G. Komen stuff, where it's like I don't know why four or five years ago Roman Reigns wasn't, you know, I'm Roman Reigns and I'm a cancer survivor, and this is you know why it's important to me. It is surprising, you know. I, honestly, I do agree. Or I should with say, you. I don't think I, I said I misspoke. I, I don't he, think Vince knew. Well, to be honest, yeah, I, I honestly, or he didn't feel comfortable doing it. He right. was like, I'm lucky. And that's also so. He's like, I, I I don't feel like a victim. I think playing the victim card here would would be mm-hmm. false. Mm-hmm. And he might have been like, because it sounds like he like they said he had it. And he quick got a, like maybe a quick surgery or something. And then he was good to go. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, and also, to be honest, I don't probably I, I we, we don't know. We're speculating here, obviously, at this point. And uh, um, uh, uh, this is the uh, serious comedians yeah. of wrestling. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Uh, yeah. This is the soul of wrestling or something. <laughs> but uh I bet I I bet look, this isn't something no one I've never heard him say this yeah. ever. I mean, uh you know, he's ne- you're right, he's never said it. I, I bet there's a chance Vince didn't know or Vince just didn't really think anything of it and I bet that also he said it he said in his promo this is when he was poor. Right. And you know, Roman we've seen a guy is a guy who suffer doesn't suffer. I don't know. 
seems like he has, uh, like me, suffers from a little bit of toxic masculinity or something. Sure. Where it's like, that's like admitting weakness. Do you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like to get up there and just be like, oh, well, when I was poor, I had this and you're saying that. And then it also like shows you're like, you're right. You're bringing your guard down. Right. Which Again, taps into, you know, why dissect Roman even now? Why even do it? But it is a thing where it was like, hey, like, let's crack you. We've always just pr- trying to crack you. Yeah. And uh, he's cracked now, you know, um, for better or for worse. So let's get into kind of the semi-fun parts of this, which is like, was there any part of Vince that knew this was going to happen? See, mm. that's what we don't know. We don't, we know. don't know. Was he like, because... I only say it in the sense of, in terms of writing, where there is a lesson to learn here where Vince knows, like, I don't want this guy to be a heel because I know that at any time he could be sick, you right. know, and I want this guy to be a face for good, you know, which, which which I think, like, you're running a big company, a lot of children watch this, you want him to be that Cena hero because, you know, he has a hero story that he's not comfortable sharing, you know, I don't know, I don't know, I'm speculating again, Yeah. Um. And and, and maybe... Maybe overthinking it, but it is one of these things where we always come out here. And I, I actually, to be honest, on this podcast, we shy away from it. We try to have more fun than this thing. It's like they fucked up this character, yeah. blah, blah, blah. Well, that's boring. Right? Like, you go, this, they messed up his character. He'll never pop back. I'll, I'll never fall for the thing that's like he's done forever. Yeah. I don't even think that even exists. I think uh, like Ziggler is a guy who they say a lot about. I think he's had a great year. Yeah. Um, Strowman, people said that like, oh, well, they, they messed up his time. No, no, no. No, 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 not true. No. These guys, Peggy Lynch had like, in my opinion, years of being a, a straight jabron, and now is like maybe the top thing in the company. But again, uh, but you know, I guess she had some heat. Anyway, so I'm just saying, I wonder how much of that factors in, and and and, and I'm only, I only mean that in terms of like control. How much it, it feels like every time we hear, I get inside this inside scoop about professional wrestling. It's always like it's out of control back there. Yeah, everything is just like uh, everything is just like uh, flipping it every second. It changes, it changes, and it's uh, just writing it last minute up to the wire. And you're like, well, are there like long term plans like this? You know what I'm saying? In place, like something like this, where it's like, well, no, this is my vision for the character. My guess is that Vince has it for certain guys. Yeah. Like a Reigns is somebody who would have it. Right. And that's why I'm like, I wonder if this factored in. I guess, who cares? It's not really that important. But it is a thing where... um, it is something people are thinking, so we got it. We got it. We got it. We got it. It's something I thought immediately here. So, um, yeah, cool. So, any other thoughts on Roman Reigns? Any other thoughts on it? I mean, I, I, I hope to see this guy back, and I hope to see him back at the top. I don't want to see anyone lose their title in that way. Uh, and if you do, you're actually a sick person. Yeah. But this person doesn't exist, I want to say, in, in our verse. And that's one thing. Uh, this Comedians Wrestling group, Facebook page, under his iPhone in the morning, mm-hmm. blessed be the fruit. I mean, everyone on there was just immediate response, which was, you know, this yeah. like we let's hope this guy. Thank you, Roman. Yeah, immediate. Thank you, Roman. And uh, and I think there's also something to learn from that. Also, where I actually believe that a lot of these people who are terrible don't even exist. <laughs> Do you know what I'm saying? I think there's so much more good. And all oh, social media makes us think that everyone's terrible, and this a lot of the vocal majority, minority, the vocal minority, and. Right. Uh, uh, and uh, yeah, this moments like this where I believe in the humanity of the, especially of this group. Anyway, all right, cool. So, any any thoughts? No, I, uh, we wish Roman well, man. Yeah, yeah, that's it. And, really, uh, on this podcast, Roman Reigns is always here. Absolutely. Yeah, and 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 here means our thoughts and prayers. Absolutely, Roman Reigns, uh, get well soon, and uh, and uh, keep being the uh, 
the warrior that you are, man. Big, and uh, big dog, absolutely. And um, and thank you for your vulnerability as well. Yeah, uh, because it goes a long way in wrestling. You know, we really feel like we have these relationships. We watch these people. <laughs> we watch them a lot. You know, we feel vested in them and their yeah. careers and and as people, even though we don't know them totally, but we want to know them. Right. Like, I felt really cool to hear him even just say, I'm Joe. My name's Joe, yeah. Yeah, I've always wanted to know, like, who is this guy? I mean, how many times on this podcast? There's one episode, please don't listen back, um, <laughs> um, where I was like, what is this character? He, Who is he? What right. is he? Why is he this? You know? And uh, I feel like I know him more than I ever did, in a way. So if there's any positive to pull from this is that, I guess, I know him more. I don't know. There's no positives here. The only positive is that, who gets well, comes back, and he'll have a hero's welcome. Man, oh man. I mean, that's going to be, and it will happen, and it will well, be that's what I'm epic. Saying. That's what I'm saying, is that his leaving creates a vacuum that's going to take, because right now I believe we're in a golden age of wrestling, and uh, him leaving creates a vacuum that's making everybody step up and cement this era as a golden age, and then when he comes back, it's going to kick up to the next level and really just, I think at that point, when Roman comes back, is wrestling is going to be peaking in this era right now? Right. I mean, I don't know. You're, yeah, yeah. Hopefully, you this timeline you have is correct because I have no idea what it, I, I'm not going to speak like an expert really on anything. And right. I think, uh, oh, this is all uh, just a hunch. Yeah, it's like I hope he comes back within the next two years. That's like a fake timeline I've right. made in my head. Yeah, could be. That he needs yeah. two years, right? Yeah. You know, I, 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 you know, and hopefully it's a lot sooner. And uh, yeah, anyway, uh, let's uh, get better, big dog. Um, all right, so listen, I, I, I knew this was going to be kind of a downer. Listen, yeah. for new listeners to this podcast, I just want to let you know that um, uh, you're, thanks for listening. Yeah, and uh, <laughs> we're not always this down, but uh, hey, you know that's that's how we get that's how that's how the uh, the, the the door swings. Right, that's how the hoagie crumbles. That's how the hoagie crumbles absolutely so hey to keep it fun uh we're gonna take a we're gonna we're, we're gonna take a break from talking about professional wrestling right now right. i mean we're still gonna talk about wrestling but right now i got a loot crate oh yeah so i'm gonna tell you something a slam crate i was at uh put your hands together the the stand-up show here in la great show every tuesday nights at 8 p.m at ucb franklin theater hosted by cameron esposito and Rhea butcher and uh their producer was like, yo, Dan, I got a present for you. Oh. This is, the thing is like, I, in the comedy world, it's just like, to like, yo, if we got something wrestling, people are like, I, I don't want it. You yeah. know what I mean? You know, like, Thomas Middleditch got all these magic cards mailed to him, and yeah. he was like, uh, yo, Dan, do you want this? Give me cards. That, one of them was worth like $200. Oh, my God. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, he was like, I, I don't want I mean, dude, I mean, come on. Donnie Verizon? Yeah. You think he needs that $200 card to me? Just got don't Listen, my friends are donating cardboard to me. I wonder, if, I wonder if the person who sent that to him is also listening to this podcast and is like, oh, Thomas Middleditch gave away my magic cards. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, no, Hasbro mailed Oh, Hasbro, Hasbro, Hasbro. Hasbro. So Hasbro's definitely listening. companies. Yeah, Jake yeah. Jake Hasbro is listening right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I can't believe he gave away my car. Uh, Donnie Hasbro. Um, <laughs> so, um, yeah. And so he gave me a loot crate. So I was like, you know what? Let's open a loot crate to have a little fun. Oh, yeah. Lighten the mood here. All right. Let's do I'm it. We're unboxing. And now this is an audio medium, so... The, yeah, I mean, the box you know, is being whatever. opened. But we're going to describe the merchant here. I've never opened a slam crate before. It's a slam crate. It's a loot crate, but for wrestling, they're called slam yeah, crates. Yeah, what says loot crate it, on it, the box? It's 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 a black uh, uh, box, and it, it actually says, um, 
it's got the WWE logo on it, and like they make it, it's like a shoebox. It, uh, they yeah. make it where like you're like, what's in it? Yeah, you know. Anyway, opening box is very fun. It All sounds right. pretty stuffed with things. Oh wow! Whoa, whoa! I see already what's wow. happening here. Whoa. I see what's happening here. Whoa, buddy! Wow! All right. Is that what I think it is? Oh, dude, I got something for you in here. I got something uh, very exciting for all you. Right, all right, all right, this, this crate is actually. I gotta tell you, <laughs> I haven't. Just so you know, this Let's, is stacked. I thought yeah. this was gonna be full of like. That's the best loot crate I think I've seen. Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, and some of this stuff will be available when we hit ninety <laughs> patrons. Yeah. From yeah. ninety to one hundred, I'm giving out a, a yeah. piece of merch to, to to randomly to a patron. For every from ninety to hundred, every patron we get. Oh, nice. Okay. Right? So uh, some of this stuff will fall into there. But man, oh wow! I, honestly, uh, if I that's incredible. If I didn't invest all my money back into this podcast, I'd probably sign up for this. This is fucking awesome. Yeah. First thing I want to look. There's an action figure in here. Whoa. Okay. This action figure. It's a it's a metals diecast. The Rock action wow. figure. Wow. Look at this thing. Well, uh, no, we got to put pictures of this on the Facebook. That looks page. heavy. Is that heavy? Yeah. Look at it. Wow. Look at it. Yeah, it's dope. Whoa. It's that, a bald rock. I mean, that weighs, I what do you think? I've seen a bald rock toy. It weighs like what, like two pounds, three pounds? Yeah, it's that's heavy. That's awesome. This is sick. Wow. And guys, we're not sponsored at all by Luke Crate, so I'll tell you that. And then the next thing in here, all right, like that, that would be enough. Uh, Seth Rollins, limited edition what? architect t-shirt. What size? Size XL. Uh-huh, Okay. It's 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 gray one. It says the architect Seth freaking Rollins. It has the logo when he was the champion. Wow! This is the shirt. The uh, it's a different version of the shirt from the day after the champion one from the day after it cashed in. But it's uh, in a white and gray. It's dope. But the back has the redesign, rebuild, reclaim logo. Mm. So you know it's uh, it's kind of like a uh, uh, it's a greatest hits. You want to check that out? Yeah, yeah. Let me see this. And it's that one's that's pretty heavy. That one's an XL, so I'll be giving that out to a patron probably. Yeah. And then the next thing, dude, which I'm gonna give to you because I already have one. Oh, is the, <laughs> is the championship belt fanny pack? Hell yeah! But I already have one. So oh hell man. yeah! <laughs> oh Wendy! Oh man, my girlfriend's gonna hate this. <laughs> wow, this I'm keeping. This is amazing. Also, this this Pins? thing is incredible. Look, it has a pin, oh. but it's a pin of the eagle belt. Wow. Just That's a pin sick. of the belt. Wow. I can't, I got this for free. There's more shit in here. I'm going to put this Yo, on right now. There's more stuff in here. Oh, my God. Guys, well, I'm almost done with this, but, man, you like that? Yeah. Uh, uh, there's I got 30 free hours of AOL. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. Also, guys, you got a free subscription to Columbia House. <laughs> <laughs> this is a, looks like this is a card. Should I open this? Yeah, this is like a, a full. It's in silver and it's a like a like a like a magic card pack. Yeah, but uh, a trading card. I imagine it's, it's gonna, gonna be in here. I opened it up, and what is it? Our truth. Oh, some cards. I got a John Cena tops card, Charlotte Flair card, a Kevin Owens card, and a. It's, it's, all right, this is my least favorite thing in the pack. Yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, good lineup. Wow. Uh, all right. Anyway, that would that that would did not disappoint. Here, no. you want to reassemble the slam crate? Yeah, 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 yeah. You want that fanny pack, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. You can have that. All right. Anyway, Jabroniacs, we opened the loot crate. We're back on target here. Hey. All right, Newman. I want to play you something you're gonna it. appreciate. All right. All right. And it's not this, but it's tied to it. All right, Jabroniacs. So, you know, sometimes like 
Uh, look at this later, okay? We're doing the podcast here. What are you, a noche? Yeah. Okay. Can distract me? All right. So, I'm you know, listening. we, we do this podcast, right? And, like, a lot of times I'm like, I'm like, why do I do this pro wrestling podcast? I get down on myself. You know what I mean? As an artist, and that's what I am. Don't be fooled. Right. You start questioning yourself. You're like, what? You know what I mean? And you're like, well, like, what's the point? All these, if, like, all, Stone Cold has a podcast, what's the point of me having a podcast, right? Right, 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 right. right. You're just going to listen to Stone Cold. So, you know, I randomly turned on Stone Cold's podcast, and yeah. I was like, no, no. You guys need us. <laughs> Not because the podcast was bad. Right. Per se. It's like, you need someone to talk about some of this stuff. Yeah. What's going on. Listen to this clip. Right. I'm ready. I pulled this from the Joey Ryan Stone Cold episode. Hmm. Okay. Who I saw, by the way, driving down Hollywood Boulevard the other day. Stone Cold or Joey Ryan? <laughs> Joey Ryan. Dick out or what? Just like, yeah, dick With out. a couple it, dick druids. In his, He's like, in a pickup truck. The back is all dick druids. No, he had like a Honda Accord or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, 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 all right. Listen to this clip, okay? Go to the gym. Turn the key. And that sorry bastard was dead as a doornail. I said, man, what a knee hell. I ain't driven her so long. I put a brand new battery in there. Probably okay, so Stone Cold, if you don't know, he's talking about... Okay, I'm going to play this again because it, it, uh, 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 Noche didn't pull it from the beginning, okay? He's uh, half-assing the gig. Uh, all right, so Stone Cold just say, like, oh, on my property. Hey, guys, my property, I found the Ford Escape. A Ford, Ford, he just uh, found one. A Ford Focus. He's yeah. like, I found a Ford Focus. And then this is what he talks about. Go to the gym, turn the key, and that sorry bastard was dead as a doornail. I said, man, what a knee hell. I ain't driven her so long. I put a brand new battery in there probably about nine months ago. And just from sitting underneath that tarp, drained out and was deader than hell. Took me about 20 minutes before I finally jumped that thing off. I plugged in my little gimmick charge on the battery. That some bitch wouldn't work. Kept waiting, waiting, waiting for that damn thing to charge up. It wouldn't. So finally... Got my 30-foot jumper cables over here. I've been telling you guys for years and years and years, you got to have a badass set of jumper cables. Don't get them little short six-foot bitches with the little bitty clips. you got to get a big, badass, heavy-gauge set of battery cables, and that's what I got. Pull my Yukon over here for? in the driveway. Hook up the damn electrodes on the battery. Let Electro. that bitch sit for about five minutes and fired it right off. Took the battery cables off, closed <laughs> the hood going. of the Yukon, parked it out on the curb. Got in my uh, Ford Escort, and I have two keys for that thing, two keys. <laughs> the gym is only about three-quarters of a mile from my house. I go when there's nobody else in there. There's One edits, dude too. dude was in there when I was training today. So I pull up to the back of the gym, I get out, and I know that if I turn that thing off, I ain't going to be able to get it started again, even though I brought my little gimmick charger. So I figured, you know what, I'm going to work out for about an hour, and I'm going to let this son of a bitch run the whole time yeah, I'm okay. working out. I, so <laughs> since I had both keys, I left Listen. one. Key he, in ignition. What is he talking about? I sure the ignition was yeah. off. Then took my ass I, inside. Oh. And about 30, 40 minute mark, I went out there, checked the temperature gauge. It was running cool as a cucumber. <laughs> sat inside of it after I unlocked the door with my extra key. Got in there and revved it up to about six or seven thousand a couple times. And then a couple medium revs to about three or four thousand a couple times. Then let it ease on back down. Kept it running. Locked the door. Went back in there and just <laughs> Crush back and biceps. And when it came out, car was still running. Nobody had tried to jerry rig it, bust it. like my Jewish grandpa talking about ripe fruit. Yeah. So I got in the sun, bitch, and got it smogged. And it failed. 
It failed the damn smog test. And the reason it failed the smog test, the guy told me, he goes, something wrong with battery. Something wrong with battery. And I said, yep. I said, you're right. Ooh, little said, racist. Took, uh, took me 30 minutes to get that son of a bitch started. So Something wrong with do, battery. Keep the thing full of gas. Put about 50, you get the idea? Yeah. miles on it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, I, was in, I was in line. I was in line at Gelson's. I'm looking at all the magazines. I'm like, do I want Us Weekly? Do I want Entertainment Weekly? I mean, what kind of magazines am I going to buy? So then I'm standing there and I'm trying to figure out what magazine I want. Then I go into the to the to the beverages section. I think I'm going to get some Lacroix. And I notice they got a new flavor of San Pellegrino. Now this stuff's from Italy. I've never been to Italy before, but they got pasta in Italy. They got all kinds of food in yeah, Italy. Uh, Mr. Stone Cold, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I'm sorry. I just want to ask you. So tell me about what was WrestleMania 17 like? Okay, you're wrestling against The Rock. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of what I hear want to hear about. Oh uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I was wrestling against you know him. As uh, The Rock, it was Dwayne Johnson. You know, another Johnson is Lyndon B. Johnson. He was a president of the United States. That's a tough job. That's a hell of a tough job. I wouldn't want to do that job. Speaking of jobs, my first job was working at Piggly Wiggly. Now, that's a convenience store down in the southeast portion of the United States, also known as... Yeah, uh, uh, I know what Piggly Wiggly is. I'm, uh-huh. sorry. I'm sorry, Mr. Uh-huh. Stunkle. I just want to hear, because like WrestleMania 17, as a kid, I was watching that. It was like kind of like the highlight of my life to see you guys clash again. I'd waited two years for it. So what was it like to enter? When you're entering the arena, the glass breaks, What's what is it? Describe that for you. Oh, well, you know, glass breaks. I'm coming down now with full head of steam. I think this is the blow-off match, right? It's the end of our feud. Uh, I hop in that ring and I'm thinking, you know what? Uh, uh, ringtones are expensive these days, right? I mean, you're paying two nine nine, three nine nine for a gimmick ringtone. You got the craziest singing frog, da ba dee da ba da. I'm blue, and you know, blue. The reason the sky is blue is because of the ozone gas. Ozone gas is blue. It's O three. A lot of people think that the uh, when the when, you know when thunderstorms happen, the lightning ionizes. So, what, what, huh? what, I'm sorry, you're rambling like a grandpa. I'm sorry, you're rambling. You're, you, I, I, it just feels so disrespectful to me to do because you're, you're like my hero. Uh-huh. I literally spend hundreds of dollars on your merch even now. But uh, uh, like, you're not talking about the things I want to hear. Well, goddammit, son, ask me a specific question. I'll answer it specifically. Yeah, okay, okay, okay. Because I know we all do like minutiae in life. We all have you know remedial groceries and, uh-huh. and, and kind of tasks, you know, and errands. But they're not really interesting. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Uh, you know, so I don't sure, really want to okay. hear about your errands, okay, please. So I'm in the ring with The Rock. Yes, yes, and, you know, yes, And yes. I'm breathing. And the thing I notice, right, is that my breath is changing, right, because I'm excited. Yes. I'm very yes. excited to be in the oh, ring. I never thought about breath. That's really you interesting. You know, and I can feel it. My lungs are contracting. I don't think I'm breathing in. I'm breathing out. I'm breathing in. I'm breathing out. My heart is pumping. Blood is entering the ventricles. Then my brain getting the blood from my heart starts to swell up. I'm having ideas. My thoughts spiral. Is the thinker just a thought? What's my actual identity? Who's Stone Cold Steve Austin? What's going on in the Gelsons? Why do you got so many entertainment magazines? Next thing you know, (laughs) next thing you know, the clerk at the Gelson's is like, Mr. Austin, it's time for you to get oh rung up. Then I'm like, well, let me grab one of these LaCroix, one of these new San Pellegrinos. And I'm sipping that thing. It's good. It's got prickly pear and blood orange. Okay. Stone Cold. I, all right. Well, maybe I, I don't know. I was trying to say I got uh, jumper cables. I just bought some new jumper cables. Oh, I got to have a good pair of jumper cables. <laughs> yeah, you also yeah. got to have one of them. Get one of them kits. Got the blanket in it. Got the road cone. Got the, got the thing to cut the... Got the gimmick to cut the seatbelt off if you're in a wreck. 
yeah, there's a good investment to have. Anyway, what was your question? Yeah, uh, my question is, I gotta go. <laughs> All right, questions, I gotta go. Thanks for coming by. Yeah, no problem. I'm gonna <laughs> hang out over here. All right, yeah. Nancy Newman's back. Thanks, Nancy Newman. Oh, man. But I'm saying, like, what, what is that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, hey, I'm not shooting on Stone Cold. No. I'm just like, yeah. I'm just like, how? Like, what is that content? Uh, he tells stories sometimes. <laughs> I know. That's not even a story. I know. Is that a? I guess if you're like a big car enthusiast, somebody tell me I'm wrong. But I was like, what the fuck? It's like five minutes long. Here's what I think it is. I think that he wanted to tell a story about his car not passing the smog test, despite like he did all this work to get the car up and running, and then it at the it doesn't pass the smog test. Right. That. As a sentence, it's like, oh, yeah, that's like a story, right? Beginning, middle, and end. Right. But I think wrestlers probably fancy themselves, especially Stone Cold, probably fancies himself as like a story. I'm a storyteller. I'm a troubadour, right? And so, <laughs> right. And so I think he thinks that he's adding information into the story that's like makes it a better story, but it's just like, it's not, it's chaff, right? It's like, <laughs> who cares? Yeah, I think we gotta let this go. Yeah, but yeah, I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah. I was like, you know what, man? Like, I'm like, I don't want to listen to that. Right. I love Stone Cold, but I'd rather just turn on an old Attitude Era Raw. I'll go watch him tear down the fucking Titantron, put some concrete in a Corvette. I don't need to hear him about jump starting a Ford as Escort. Yeah. He always, he's always told you for years. You gotta get a good. <laughs> you gotta, I'm telling you for years. I can't <laughs> yeah, do it. Telling you for years. Get yourself a pair of jumper yeah, like, cables. Like someone sitting there, like taking notes, just be like Stone Cold said, "Honey." Did you get the chopper kills? Stone Cold's been telling us for years. <laughs> well, then why do you marry Stone Cold? I wish I could, <laughs> but I don't want to go to hell. Oh, anyway, it was a too far. Well, no, it was a little okay. insight into whoever that couple all was. Right. I guess yeah, people yeah. believe uh, all kinds of things. Ah, uh, didn't have to go there. Shame. Okay. Hey. All right. Dean Ambrose is now a heel. The Dean yeah. Ambrose, uh, extremely uh, timely, awkwardly timed heel turn. Yeah. Dean Ambrose went heel big time this week. Um, so, all right, here's the thing I want to talk about. It's like, all right, we saw, I mean, this was pretty telegraphed. I mean, look, I, wrestling, they always do this. They yeah. love, you think about it like this. When uh, uh, And it's one thing I love that WWE does. It's like, very ballsy. They know like, hey, back to the show, on with the show, right? right? You know what I'm saying? We had these guys out there. They cried. Yeah. They put their hands in. They clearly were emotional. Corey Graves was crying. Everyone didn't know what to say. They're actually speechless. All we could do is keep on going as humans. And that... WB has to take the lead on that. Yeah. And that's what they did, and I really appreciated it. If you said that the heel turn was weird, it's like, no, we're trying to, like, no, you're wrong. Uh, No, you're wrong. You're wrong. I mean, you could argue that you'd want to see them together longer, but if you're saying that if they were going to do heel to it next week or something, you're overthinking wrestling and uh, you're overthinking sensitivity and you're part of the problem, probably. (laughs) Uh, 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 But no, WB loves to do this. I remember when. Uh, Vince came back. Uh, Vince was talking to Brett in the ring. Oh yeah, and he immediately like I don't know what happened. He like like Shawn Michaels. Him and Shawn Michaels were in the ring, and then, I forgot what happened with Vince, but he's like kicked him in the nuts or something. Or like then Shawn Michaels was in the ring with with Brett. Yeah, and they're literally like talked it out on in during a raw, just being like, "Yo, I love you. I'm sorry." Yeah, you know what I mean. And then he super kicked him because <laughs> right. It's I was like time to go back to the cave. Yeah. We'll break it a little bit. And that is like truthfully back to the Roman thing for one second. It is the biggest, most important thing of the week and and the year of professional wrestling yeah. and one of the um, one of the uh, most significant moments in in wrestling history. Really, um, if you think about the impact of Edge retiring because of his neck. 
Mm. Do you know what I'm saying? We went nuts for that. Daniel Bryan, because of head injuries. I mean, this is way wilder than that. Yeah. But uh, uh, um, uh, uh, that's kind of more par for the course kind of stuff, you know, is um, uh, 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 is the switching in and out of real, like how we're able to do that about pro wrestling. There's nothing like that on TV. No. Nothing. The closest thing to it is like, I don't know, Jimmy Fallon laughing during a sketch. <laughs> or like, right? Or like, right. he's like, or, or, um, or, or it, it, SNL, maybe on SNL sometimes, like, if they laugh, like if they break. Right. What else actually, like, puts reality on hold? Nothing. Maybe an in memoriam flash at oh, the beginning of saying. a narrated show. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. What like else is a show that can actually just be live? Like, in, in, in sports, they never, they're never actually full on in story. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's kind of amazing that like people will, will like buy it. I almost want to say, right? We're all able. We're so vested in this thing that we could just go from one one high to a low. You saw an entire audience, right? Go boo, boo, and they knew they were gonna boo him. And also, he knew. I don't, I know he knew. Like I'm gonna get booed. That's okay. That's yeah. when we. But when I change. It, it changed, and yeah. the tone in the room changed. Yeah, right. Uh, like ju- juxtapose, juxtapose that <laughs> moment. Tough for a guy from Long Island. I mean, yeah. I'm doing my best. You juxtaposed. Know what I mean? so I'm, I'm one of the most articulate guy on the yeah. island. All right. You kept so, saying Tanakatsu. Tanakatsu, Tony. Uh, 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 but I'm saying juxtapose that moment mm-hmm. of the audience going boo to ooh, the energy instantly sucking out of the room to get a, a, a more somber tone, right? Compare that to when Dean turned and that woman was like, why, Dean? Yeah. Why? Why? And it's almost like the emotion is almost the same in a way. Right. right? It's like we still bring – I still feel sad that when you see Ambrose take it out Seth, you are like emotionally pulled. Yeah. Right? In the, not in, not in, in, a, in, in the same way you're pulled by the Roman thing, but in, in a real fake – you know what I'm saying? Yes. Like yeah, the yeah, emotions yeah. are still – Similar, right? It's just one is serious, one you actually put in whatever, however your brain works. I'm too dumb to know how the brain works, mm-hmm. right? But, but I'm uh, emotions are not that complicated, right? You're like, that's the same. It's this if it's if you were scared of something for real, right? If I'm scared of like a health scare, right. and then I'm scared at like I'm legitimately scared in like a haunted house, right? They're both fear, right? Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah, that's uh, yeah. But it's amazing to see both of those in the same show. Right. Yeah, yeah. I see what you're saying. It happens in real life, right? If you're at an uh, an amusement park right. and you're about to get on a ride and you get, like, completely frightened, mm-hmm. right? Oh, I'm so scared of this ride. And then later on in the day, you, like, misplace your kid for a few minutes, <laughs> right? Lost. Dark Lost. Stuff. Lost your kid. I said for a few minutes. Right. For a few minutes, okay? Yeah. It means you got it back. You went to get a lollipop, whatever, right? right? Not from a stranger. Nothing weird. Right. I knew it. Come on. He went to the lollipop store. Got he it. went to the lollipop store. Yeah. It wasn't some guy with a come hither. No, I, this is too far. I don't like this, okay? I, I, I want to strike this from the record. But I'm saying uh, 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 to feel those things on the same TV show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. What, what shows do that? No, nothing. It's like, well, I, I really believe, it's like, I really believe this is one of the highest forms of art. I would say one place you can see that is improv. Sure. Uh, live improv. If you've never seen live, guys, check out Uprises Brigade Theater. No, but it is part of what I love about improv. It's yeah. not shocking that I love improv and and uh, professional wrestling at the same time. In improv, you have seen moments get improv. serious. 
really good moments where yeah. you know I've seen scenes where people have actual I've been in shows where people have actual arguments on stage and they keep it within scene. Really? I've seen it between yeah, two yeah. people. If you're an improv person, you love these people. Right. And they've got backstage and didn't talk to each other and one person would leave before the next show. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like stuff like that. I've seen something like that when the audience wouldn't even know because that person's still Woody Allen the whole scene. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, so you're like, that. I'm going to have to get more info about that off the air from you. Yeah, yeah. I don't want to share people's stories, but I'm saying like, uh, 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 right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That, that's fucking incredible. Right. Well, I mean, I guess it's right. That's the uh, the 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 through line right. is that it's both. They're both theater. Uh, mm-hmm. They're both theater of people. Where it's like these are slice of life, or like these are moments that mm-hmm. are important to people uh, and individual characters, as opposed to like a play where it's like about like like a one. You know what I mean? Uh, it's like it's not about the story of the whole play. It's about the story of Roman Reigns, or it's about the story of whoever those people were. Uh, and so you're able to bring that human element to it. Not only are you able to, you have to, like you must bring yourself into it, especially improv if you're going to be good, right? You know. Uh, and I think same like what what Stone Cold's rambling ass says. Go to the gym, turn the key, <laughs> and that sorry bastard was dead as a doornail. I said, man, what in <laughs> what the hell? What the hell? <laughs> Uh, yeah. You know, you must, you must bring yourself into yeah. it. Yeah. So, right. I agree. So, anyway, I think is uh, 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 so. Here, here's a question about the Roman, the uh, Ambrose turn. He was screaming, uh, 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 "You watch your damn mouth. That's what's important to you." Throwing the belt. Was that a joke? Was that a joke? Yeah. Was it a joke? So we know he's clearly still affected by last week, right? And he actually broke. You yeah. know what I mean? He broke bad or whatever. So, um, um, did you know the term "Breaking Bad" before Breaking Bad? Like, is, is it a real thing? Bad? Is it no? No, they do. They say, yo, some 50-year-old guy is going to break bad at 50 or whatever. You know, like, is uh, it in the show, Breaking Bad, they say that? In Breaking Bad, it's in the pilot. Well, then he's not. I mean, that's not like a phrase. It's like a phrase they made up for the show. Right? Yeah, uh, but Jesse Pinkman says it. He says it in his audition. By the way, if you haven't seen that in your big Breaking Bad mark like me, I watched the show four times all the way through. I really? love it. Um, not I, a hot take. I waited right? until. Not a hot take, yeah. but I think most people love the show. Yeah. Um, Who's your favorite character? Uh, I mean, I, I mean, I, I don't even think of shows like that. You know, that's like wrestling. Like, think about who's my favorite character. But Hank. I mean, Saul Goodman is the best character on the show. I, I mean, like Hank. Um, Hank is great. Hank's Hank's great because his, his evolution is incredible. Exactly. exactly. He's in the beginning of the show. You're like, what a bad written character, and yeah. then he becomes like the best character. Uh, it's amazing. Uh, Walter White, great character. Jesse Pinkman, great, Gus Fring, great character. I love it all. I'm breaking a bad. <laughs> I'm breaking bad, baby. Bow. Wow. Wow. Oh yeah, baby. Oof. I'm breaking bad. Pop up. <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway. Uh, so. Uh, oh, I mean, I couldn't be more derailed. Yeah. Oh, so Ambrose, the thing is, like, how do they factor the Roman thing into the the, the like? I think yeah. actually, what I would think that I do is I clearly Ambrose will be the heel, mm-hmm. uh, 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 and 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 Rollins will be working face. But I do think what they should do and that what they've been doing is keep it a little more complicated than that, mm-hmm. like almost like a team Dean team uh, 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 Seth. Seth. Yeah. What, right. Uh, that's a callback, baby, to the the Twilight, oh. where you go like, he, where Dean is just like, yo, the only thing keeping me in this group was Roman. Yeah. He was my he was my center. He was like my anchor, you know, and and he was the person who was like, yo, believe in Seth. But with Roman gone, I don't trust you one bit. I remember what you did to us, and I remember what you did to Roman. And seeing Roman vulnerable like he is now, and where he's at right now, and to even think that you hit him with that chair in that moment. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, I yeah. can never forgive you that. And I've been lying to myself that I forgive you. And I'm sitting here watching you holding that IC belt, holding that 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 uh, uh, those tag belts, right? And you're like, you with two belts, you don't deserve any belts because to me, you're a slime. And everybody in this arena knows it. You go, burn it down, burn down your old self. Listen, man, you're made of steel and steel doesn't burn. Loose change, 9-11. Yeah. <laughs> inside job. Whatever the fuck he's going to say. Yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, like, yeah. And then you're like, yo, are you team D? You know what yeah. I mean? And then Seth is like, no, I reevaluated myself. I burned it down. I burned that guy down. He doesn't exist. Yeah. Dean, he doesn't exist anymore. And right now, more than ever, the shield needs to stick together for Roman. So Roman knows that he has a spot to come back. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Fucking great. Yeah. Um, I hope they do something complicated. I hope they make it nuanced. I think that something interesting is uh, in packs of dogs, right, to, to right. consider this. In packs of dogs, when the alpha dog, uh, either you know something happens to them, they're not in the pack anymore. It creates a vacuum, like I said, right. uh, and the the remaining dogs fight for 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 dominance. Uh, so I think there's also a way that they could write this where they don't they don't break up. That Seth right. is that 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 Dean is like uh, that Seth understands why it happened, uh, and they they continue on as champions. I also think that um, they may get stripped of the titles. Uh, the the tag titles because Strowman did interfere. They're going to go back and check the tape and be right. like, well, that was like that was schmozzy, so it's not going to count. Uh, but yeah, I think they have a real opportunity for for to make it really nuanced, good writing. Yeah, which is another example. Well, some people were complaining about the tag belts. They're saying like it makes the tag belts worthless. I mean, no, that's more that's more that's more just bullshit. Tag, that's, yeah, what? I, that's I, more I, people. I think those are just like talking points. Yeah, like I feel like that's the it's example script. when it's you script. say something. Yeah, when you say like uh, uh, when, that's when you say something that's just like he, oh here's a point here's the first point that it popped in my mind and I'm just gonna defend it because I said it. Yeah, you know what I mean? Like that's an example of like guys, everyone can have an opinion. Okay? Okay. Okay. Opinions are like assholes. They shit. Like you know what I'm saying. Like yeah. everyone can. Uh, uh, everyone can. Can think of like, oh, I'm gonna see in the negative space, right? And app, it's one of the biggest problems we have in society is people wanting their opinions to matter, so they find it in the contrarian negative space. You're like, yeah. oh, well, okay, you see this, like, uh, whatever, you see whatever movement happening, and you're like, well, here's my argument against it. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Uh, and you're like, and I'm just gonna double down on that. And I think some people, it's that simple for them. Yeah. Some people have legitimate arguments, and you have a valid opinion that's con contrary. That's great. But I do think with wrestling, because why overthink it? But I, I really analyze this shit. I rabbi it. You know, that's a John Stewart talked about rabbiing, which is seeing things from both angles. Put yourself in both shoes. Yeah. Uh, uh, that happened when he got in trouble for saying his writer's room wasn't diverse. He started complaining about it to the writer's room, and it was like, these are all white guys. Right. These guys all went to Harvard. Yeah. And this is what I'm complaining to. And he was like, oh, I, anyway, he talked about that on Howard Stern. Um, gabba gabba wee. But uh, 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 yeah, so what, I, what, what I'm saying here is like, there's another set of tag titles. Right. So it's good for one of them. They, we've shared pay-per-views. It's okay for one of them to kind of like go away. Because yeah. I think there's too many titles. What are you well, say? that, I mean, I think that it's, I call it running script. When like you... Any conversation where you're just like, you're hitting these points that you're not really having a conversation. Right. Like I'm just saying, think, how's the weather? How'd you get here? What's the, what's the traffic like? Right. Or, and it's, it's the same thing as like, uh, oh, uh, you know, Strowman got beat, uh, by Kalisto that ruins Strowman. Uh, this, you know, oh, the tag belts are worthless now, blah, blah, blah. It's like, do you, you're not even, is that, that's not even a point. That's just like a script. It's a scripted line that you like yeah. just say. People want to hear themselves speak. Yeah. People want to be. Uh, part of the mix and look 
I'm a big culprit of this. I have a podcast here, but actually I'd argue that doing comedy and stuff helped me so much because I had an outlet so that when I'm in like a social setting, I don't have to go like, well, here's my thing. I I don't always have, I can just listen to people, right? Because I have my outlet. Right. I know I'm going to get on the microphone talk about how much I hated that person's opinion. Yeah. Here, I'm the comedians of wrestling podcast, right? Or the serious comedians of wrestling podcast. But yeah, uh, the Dean thing, a couple things I like. He went shirtless. Love that. I hope that stays. Yeah, I love that. I feel like he's going to stay. He yeah. ripped that off. He looked pretty good shirtless. Dig it. Get him some, let's get this guy some, let's get this guy some good gear. It is time for Dean Ambrose to have some good gear. Yeah. Okay. Um, what would you put Dean Ambrose in? How would you dress if I was like, hey, Vince calls you up and he's like, hey, we all know I can't do Vince, the easiest impression of all time. And I got to go easy on my voice because you know what I did with my voice today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, I mean, like if Elias didn't have the look that he has, I would just say keep him in the skinny jeans and the shirtless. Right. Right. But he's dressed exactly like Elias. Um, I don't know because he wouldn't look, he wouldn't look, he would look weird in trunks. He would look weird in like Seth Rollins pants. Right. Um, yeah, I don't know. I really, I can't imagine what he would look because I'm kind of like running through like a Rolodex of like looks where it's like, oh, you have like the, the, the cargo pants like Roman and the AOP wears, uh, tights. Um, yeah, I can't think of what would you put him in because I can't think of anything jeans. besides just yeah, the jeans, I, I, just I, I, jeans I'm and shirtless. That's why I asked you. I actually am like confused. Yeah. Because he can't wear like tights. Like, no. he, like, honestly, yeah, I would give him the Elias look, I think. Yeah. Right? I think he's got to wear like those gray pants he's wearing. Yeah. And, uh, which I think uh, I accidentally bought. Yeah, like, you, I'm pretty you were sure, wearing them. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that those are Levi's five uh, ten skinny jeans. Yeah, no, no, no. The, the, those are good. I actually think he could wear. I think just the jeans and no shirt. I think would look a lot better on him. I maybe wear like uh, uh, um, I, maybe I would add one more item. Maybe gloves. Maybe mm-hmm. like something. I don't know. Maybe, I, I don't know if gloves fit him, but definitely maybe some tape. I might see him punk up my fists. Straight I use kind of like that, but no wife beater. No. That's just the thing. He can't wear that. Straight jacket. So I might do that. I don't know. I'll have to think more about that. He, he His body type is what trips me up. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because I don't know if you could slap him in some undies, you know? Yeah, because I'm thinking of like Champa, right? Like what did like big or like what did like- but Champa's jacked up. I know, I know, but I'm th- trying to think of like, yeah, he would just look, he would look weird. Also, Dean, grow the chest hair out. Stop shaving your chest. You know what I would do maybe with Dean? I might just make him rock Rollins architect gear. Oh. Just like black leather pants with like, right? And with gloves. Like, yeah. and just be like the, the he's like the new architect or something. Yeah. I might do something like that. I don't know. Or maybe, uh, uh, yeah, well, I don't know. We'll, we'll see what he does with it. Hopefully they, they think it's something. But uh, yeah, maybe he can't wear like trunks. No. Yeah. Anyway, he went to church. I like his, egg, his shield exit. It was, I thought that was pretty symbolic. He walked up. Okay. Now, we um we gotta talk about pff, I was gonna talk about what they do with the title now that it's vacated, but we have to talk about evolution. Uh it's almost ridiculous that we haven't, but I would like to not blame myself for that. Yeah. Uh we had this big Roman Reigns news and everything has been uh eclipsing uh this evolution pay-per-view for me. But I know people are excited for it. I'm yeah. excited to watch it. I can't wait to watch it. Uh to my hometown and my home what I would call my home coliseum. It's this Sunday, right? Yeah, it's this Sunday. Um I think that they kind of messed up here. Um, let's look at this Evolution card quick. Because uh, how are you feeling about Evolution? 
Uh, it just, Evolution is a mystery. I, I think, feel like that applies. Yeah, I think um, this, this crown jewel has been buried. You got DX coming back. You got Taker doing these promos. Yeah, it feels like the women are jammed like more than ever, just jammed into a like uh, let's get ten women in a segment like the week before Evolution. Yeah, I, I, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, I think that uh, it's it's merely a testament to how far women's wrestling has to come still right. in the eye in like as far as being respected by WWE comes because I think that the women didn't even open up SmackDown. No, this they week. didn't open up SmackDown and it's just the fact that it has that the card keeps getting weirder. I know that there's a couple of people injured uh, and the overall lackadaisical approach that WWE has taken to it just shows me that as a company this whole women's revolution thing is a little bit of lip service and it's not necessarily something that, I mean, notwithstanding the fact that like they're going to Saudi Arabia where the women aren't even allowed to wrestle. They're not serious yeah, about I mean, pushing I, women's wrestling. I imagine they're somewhat overwhelmed and that the timing has been, the timing didn't really help them here. Um, not to mention injuries. Alexa bliss is injured yeah. and Alicia Fox will be replacing her. In a match that I I can't imagine anyone cares about, no. uh, Trish Stratus and Lita. The match should be Trish versus Lita. Hopefully they book it with them fighting at the end. That's the only option. They just squash Foxy and uh, Mickey James. They squash them and then they go at it. Like the the, the way to make this pay per view good is booking. Here's the other thing I will say is that actually when you look at this card, it's not terrible. Mm -hmm. It's more there's just some justice issues with it, right? Like okay because. And promotion issues. Like, the promotion is felt completely buried. Yeah, that's what it's I mean. It's only the Ronda segments. But, and, and then Injustice-wise, in the sense that, like, the promotion's been pretty bad, the lead, the builds have been very poor, uh, not dazzling at all, not engaging story at all. They haven't really, clearly they haven't put too much creative effort behind the builds of these stories. They're just right. kind of, they know it's going to do all right, and probably their eggs have been in the, uh, the uh, crown jewel basket. Um... But like the other injustice is like this six man six women tag match, which is Sasha Banks, Bailey, for some reason Natalia, Ruby, the Riot Squad, and versus the Riot Squad, but you know, versus yeah, and yeah. Uh, like Sasha Banks is uh, to me is like Sasha Banks should uh, be maybe main eventing this. Look, I've been critical of Sasha Banks, and like the thing I wrote on the Facebook page is I would I would have loved to see a Ronda Rousey versus a heel Sasha Banks yeah. at, at the lead here, but I understand Nikki Bella is a big draw, and it could be leading to that. But I mean, why not even get a Sasha Banks versus Bailey match on here? Uh, it, the tag belts are are we don't, we're not getting women tag belts. If they are, they're they're. Uh, no, there's no chance because there's no match for them. Even if they unveil them at the pay-per-view, there's no match that they could slap it on. Yeah. Like the only tag match could be, would they want Trish and Lita to be the first tag wrestlers? Yeah. I mean, maybe that is the plan, but even that won't get Well, heat. here's my question. How do you build towards a pay-per-view when the wrestlers who are going to be on that pay-per-view are on the show for 5% of the time, right? Well, any match, none of these matches have like builds, like those no. women's battle. Well, royal. you can't. There's not. The, there's it is not enough one contender matches, battle royal match. So that could be like. But they none of the women entrances that'll be fun. Yeah, but none of the women, uh, women wrestlers in WWE get anywhere near the amount of time that the men get. Granted, there's literally four hundred percent more men. Right. I think there's like forty five signed wrestlers to like twelve women. Right. Uh. Yeah. It's it's it was set up to fail. Like they don't. There's no, they don't really put 
the push behind the women the way that they say they do, which is why they have to keep saying it's a revolution, it's a revolution, it's a revolution, instead of showing us that it is. Right. Uh, and it's like impossible to, uh, yeah, to build to something when you don't, you don't give them the airtime. Yeah, absolutely. I, I I completely agree. But so my point is that in this cha- in the way that this actually pay- this pay per view might be okay is because there's some shady matches on here that they didn't build at all yeah. on the main roster. I'm gonna watch right? the shit out like, of it. I'm gonna enjoy listen it. Listen to these matches. So yeah. you have Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella. I mean, I'm not excited for this match, which is a bummer. This is actually I love Ronda Rousey. It I got be my a Rousey gear. Squash. But uh, it's gonna be a squash. I'm not excited for it because we have not had a contender for Rousey yet. Now right. there are people, and they're on this card that are. Are creeping up. Uh, Asasha would be a worthy contender for Ronda. Um, and let's get to the other matches. So, uh, 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 And also Survivor Series will probably be Rousey versus Becky Lynch. Mm-hmm. I will be pumped for that match. Yeah. Um, uh, armbar versus armbar, heel versus uh, a face. I mean, we know Becky Lynch is firing on all cylinders right now, ready to go. Yeah. She looks like a credible threat. Mm-hmm. We know that. Yeah. So, I mean, that's exciting. But in this card, we have Becky Lynch versus Charlotte, last woman standing match. That match, I'm very excited to see. Yes. But also, they haven't built this at all. Kyrie Sane versus Shayna Baszler is on this card for the yeah. NXT belt. They why are they should be on to Raw? It's a fucking five yeah. hour. They got five hours. Yeah, they can't find t- ten minutes for the 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 NXT. We've seen the NXT men's belt on the show before. It's ridiculous. Get them out there. Have these guys in the crowd. They're watching and they're gonna. Oh, they're watching and then they brawl on the side. Right. Yeah. No, I, I mean that's, but it goes back to what I'm saying. They don't, right? They don't give the women the same uh, opportunities. No, they, they got Shayna Baszler like standing in this Charlotte Becky backstage thing, which was cool. Yeah, they had like a uh, this thing at the performance center. I thought was actually one of the cooler things they'd done. This brawl that they were like pretending to be shoot. Yeah, I think that uh, I think Baszler is coming up. To the main roster soon, mm-hmm. um, and maybe you do. Maybe she does uh, well, step in with the Ronda match because they're going to team those guys up. Yeah, my, my actually my uh, premonition mm-hmm. about this show, my predictions on this show are that uh, the booking is going to be. Like, they know they got to book it. Like it's going to be a lot of like, oh my god, moments. Yes. A lot of like, oh my, you know. Yeah. It'll be a lot of like maybe Shayna will come up and maybe Shayna will just attack Ronda at the end of the Nikki match. Like, yeah, I don't know if that because I think they want to get the four. Oh, the four horsemen. I'm sorry. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. But I think they, they'll, they'll, I don't even know what it is. I haven't even thought about the booking, but maybe Sasha even, you know what I'm saying? Like, right. I think they got a plan. To be honest, I think we're getting, war- I think they have a plan for Sasha for this. Yeah. And maybe Bailey. And maybe I hope Sasha and war- Bailey end up teeing off during this match, right? And like beat the crap out of each other. I think that they'll book it okay. But you're talking about the card on paper, the enthousi- enthusiasm of it. Yeah. It's not hot. Oh, but doesn't it usually go that way when the card's like, meh? And yes. then it ends up being like, That's oh, the show was great. Yeah. WrestleMania 31, best mania I've been to. When we were walking in, we were like, this card sucks. Right. Um, anyway, um, but yeah, like also we have uh, Rhea Ripley. We have the UK NXT UK Women's Championship match is on there. They haven't done anything to sell us on that, but you know that match is going to be great. Yeah. You know the Kyrie St. Baszler match is going to be fucking good. You know the Charlotte Becky match is going to be the Rousey is going to be fun to see. Then you have the Mae Young Classic final. You know that's going to be a barn oh, burner. That yeah. might steal the show. And then you have, you know, Trish and Lena. I mean, I don't know. I'm not sure what they're going to do with that. You have this battle royal, but it is for a number one contender spot. So, like, in a weird way, the pay-per-view is going to be cool and good, but they've yeah. just done nothing to get me excited for it. I, it, like, I should have, I should, the first, obviously this Roman thing takes precedent, but the first thing after that should have been evolution, and I would argue that that wasn't my fault. Right. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, 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 I mean, yeah. Did I? All right, fine. Did I have to open a slam crate before it? I don't know. That was a choice. Okay. <laughs> uh, cool. Let's uh, move on to a couple more things. Um, 
I feel like uh, this. I feel like we don't have to cover. I don't think we have to cover DX, right? No. <laughs> like I mean, yeah, I, I, guys. I mean, I like yet. He, uh, he had a. I like that. Uh, I like this thing like of uh, Triple H talking about being old. He's like, uh, old is really nice way of saying we're better. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I thought that was cool, but I don't. I don't know. Do you care? The whole Crown Jewel thing is so confusing. He's yeah. like, is this happening even? Like, yeah. I mean, it, I've it definitely read... is going to happen. The rumors are it's not going to be in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, if it's not in Saudi Arabia. Okay, so I'm not watching it if it's in Saudi Arabia. I'm not watching it if it's in America and the Saudis yeah. are there. I'm watching it if it's in America and the Saudis are not involved. Uh, uh, Newman, I'm going to do Don't we a, have a, a thing? Yeah, we have a cash-in. I'm going to do unprecedented move. Okay. So I'm going to play his cash-in, and I'm going to go to pee. All right. How do you feel about that? That's fine. All right. What's up, Jabroniac? This is the uh, Semitic superstar, Jacob Levitt. Here to cash-in on the Communions Wrestling Podcast with some depressing news about the Saudi Arabia show, Crown Jewel. Uh, now look, I've, I've crunched the numbers. WWE's net profit last year was, uh, $800.96 million, which is, uh, according to my math, uh, 66.74, uh, 0.75, excuse me, million dollars per month. Uh, now they're getting paid $49 million per show in Saudi Arabia. Uh, there's absolutely no way they're gonna, like, damage that 10-year deal. Like, uh, I'm sorry, but as much as we want them to pull out, there's no way it's happening. If, if, if the, like, profit margin is actually that huge. I mean, that's, that's an over 50% increase in, like, their monthly revenue. Uh, there's no way that's happening. Uh, math guy over here, Jacob Levitt, signing off. Sorry about the whole bad news thing. Bye. Yeah, so the thing with, you know what, uh, I, I don't know. Well, you're <laughs> a math guy too, right? Yeah. And so, um, mathematically, like, this, I understand, I think it's ridiculous to say that you don't, like, when we, in this vacuum, it's also, again, part of our problem, saying, like, WWE, being like, I can't believe they won't cancel this thing. There's a lot of big implications for this thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I was, if you put yourself, rabbi the situation, put yourself in Vince McMahon's shoes. You have this long, this long, this, this, your employee, all these people, right? You have a publicly traded company. What's the responsible thing to do for your company? I'm not saying I know the answer. I'm not, I'm not even saying I'm, I know it. Yeah. I'm just saying, let's not act like you're like, you're like, oh, I'm canceled that second. You know what I mean? I'm saying like, let, let's like take, you know, that, that, that we have to we have to realize there are things it's important to do actually because when you think about your leaders or whatever, you got to be like, what I do, what they do. Here's the thing where I understand it. What I will say is that it's monetarily a big deal to cancel this. Yeah. Because what are the implications? Uh, um, so all I could just say, I don't even want to get into that. Leave that to like go listen to the Forbes wrestling podcast or whatever. <laughs> well, all I'm going to say is if this thing's in Saudi Arabia, I'm not watching it. Right. I knew him. It's not going to watch it. We will cover the results of it. I'll right. look up the results of it. I'm not going to watch it. If it's anywhere else, uh, I, I can't think of another place I'd boycott or whatever. It was in Nazi Germany. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not going to watch it. <laughs> uh, 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 you know, if, if they take a time machine to like 1942, right. I'm not going to watch it. But if anyone else, I'll watch it, and that's it. That's just a personal choice. Is that uh, that Saudi the Saudis, uh, you know, the Saudi Arabian government? This guy's yeah, still in power. To be clear, to be clear, not the it's, Saudi people. The not Saudi, the Saudi people, people deserve it. Exactly. They deserve a better leader. Exactly. Is what they deserve. Exactly. And they deserve better than propaganda, and they deserve to be manipulated by all these. And I'm not going to put my eyes on any more of those propaganda pieces. Yeah. I felt weird about it last time, and I'm not going to do it. So that's all I can do is choose how I spend my, unfortunately not money, because it's just part of the network or whatever, right. but uh, my time. 
Right. All right. Which I'm is gonna, arguably more valuable. Absolutely. So uh, if if WB has to do what they do, look, I'm not going to lie and be like, I'm going to boycott WB. I'm just not going to watch that show. Right. Uh, you know what I'm going to, uh, yeah. Anyway, so that's, I don't want to talk about Saudi Arabia anymore. All right. yeah, yeah. Let's move on. Yeah, absolutely. Um, let's uh, let's just play another cash in while I decide what I want to talk about next. All right. Actually, we got a cash in on about the Dean heel turn. Let's hear it. Right. 11.34 a.m. <laughs> uh, it's Eastern too low. Eastern Standard Time. Wednesday. Is he on the L or something? Cashing the in from the bathroom oh. at the hoagie shop. Tiptoe with too low. I think that after Roman's announcement, Dean Ambrose went to creative and said, Now's the time for me to do my heel turn. Let us win the tag titles. And then let me turn on Seth. He grabbed the brass ring. He did it. If this is the case, man, Dean is a special type of human for absolutely gutting the entire fan base that night and doing what he had to do to commit to being a heel in this industry. Newman is a cat. I love you all. Thank you, Roman. Newman, are you a cat? Goodbye. No. Cheers up. All right, we heard that. I tell you, that here's was Nick Tulo cashing from an airplane. Here's the thing. Uh, here's the, here's the thing. <laughs> These guys are. How, is he in, the, in like inside an air conditioning unit? Yeah. <laughs> well, like honestly, what that sounds like he's taking your shit on an airplane. Which, by the way, one of our listeners, I don't, I don't know, someone on the Comedians Wrestling Facebook page posted a one-hour video talking about the Evolution pay per view where he casually takes a shit and piss. Yeah. While speaking to the camera, I've never seen. I mean, to be honest. There was a bravery element there. There was something. There, I don't know what it was. There's not. That's not bravery. Uh, not bra- I don't know. Yeah, bravery. Shameless. Bravery is not what I mean. Shamelessness. There was a shamelessness. There was a, a lack. There was a lack of emotion. There was a shamelessness. Is the word. Yeah. That I had never seen in my life. I mean, it is one of the shockingest things ever. Brazenly shameless. It, it was just like he's like, yeah, you know, Ronda Rousey, like, like it was, was <laughs> it was fucking crazy. Yeah. Anyway, what were you saying? Oh man, uh, too low. Yeah, too low. Um, no, I'm not a cat. Uh, here's why. You hear me? Do you hear me talking right now? Yeah. Do you hear the voice coming out? Was, do cats? Has a cat ever talked? I'm yeah, a hu- Garfield. I'm, I'm a human being. Garfield is a cartoon, right? It's not a no, real cat. no, 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 no. I saw Bill Murray talking to him. You saw Bill Murray talking to Garfield. Yeah. Where? In that movie, the, that documentary. In the, do- the documentary, documentary Garfield. about Garfield? <laughs> yeah. You saw the documentary Garfield? Look, I'm not a... No, I, there was a movie Garfield. It wasn't necessarily a documentary. Are you talking about the the feature film that was scripted? And, it was a documentary. It was called Garfield. It was about a guy who's conflicted about how to treat his cat. Uh-huh. <laughs> and I mean, this cat was had an attitude. He was orange. Yeah. And he didn't really... He looked a little... Um, I want to say animated, but... Uh, I don't want to be offensive. Right, 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 right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm not a cat. And <laughs> okay, this thing—it's uh, <laughs> not gonna—it's not gonna. What catch. a bit! What a bit! Yeah. That's uh, all. That's all. Absolutely. No, I'm, I I I. Uh, oh okay. no, and I don't think I think that D I think Tulo is wrong. Uh, not a value judgment. I just don't, I don't think Dean. I don't think Dean did that. 
on his own. Right. All right. There's only two more things I want to talk about here, and Good. we have we have another cash in that I'm going to play uh, in a second. I have almost nothing to say about SmackDown this week, and part of that was Roman. Roman. The yeah. Roman situation was uh, looming over that whole, and I actually think they they like kind of like simple. I think they like held off on some creative. Yeah. They had evolution coming up. I I don't understand the lack of evolution push on on SmackDown. Like. First of all, Becky and Charlotte weren't there live, right? Right. Yeah, it was that weird that, that segment. That, that video was cool, but I had saw it already. They already released it. All right. Anyway, but uh, all right, here's what I want to talk about. Uh, let's talk about Nikki Bella for a second. Nikki Bella, Rousey. I thought there was some cool stuff in there. Uh, so Ronda, right, I love this thing they're doing, and I think this is what they're doing based on Corey Graves' commentary, but Nikki Bella's like throwing punches, and they're really slow and bad. Yeah. You notice that? She's yeah. shadow boxing with Nikki uh-huh. and on Instagram, and it looks really bad, and I think it's like, it. it she could punch better than that, I You're think. Right. And I think they're actively being like, look, she thinks she could punch. But they're not selling that whole package. Right. That whole, like, they've been saying, she's like called fearless and like all this shit. Like, you're like, what's the, the package is like, they're not selling the diva thing. It's not like, like, I want to see Nikki Bella sitting at like a restaurant and then like Bree's like, well, your training's an hour. She's like, I'm having one more mimosa. You think I could beat Ronda Rousey? It doesn't matter. You saw my punches. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah. right? Yeah. Like, that's, they're like half assing it where it's like, she like works out really hard and is training for that. Like, they're like between babyface and heel. She's saying heel things, but like she's also not leaning into like I'm gonna mind fuck her angle. Like mm-hmm. it's slop. This whole build is sloppy. It's like she's like I'm gonna mention your mom, but yeah. it's like she's not right. Am I wrong? I don't well, know. No, well, they do that thing the WWE is to me. They always do this where like one th- it, one thing works one week, right? Getting very personal with the promos, and then they go, oh, that worked. Let's do it again, and then it doesn't work. They do yeah. this every time. Where it's like, oh, well, what's the next? Right, because they, they, they try to heighten it. It's like, which you can't do right. from saying that, implying John Cena cheated on her and that she, and then saying that he kicked her out of that same bedroom. You can't heighten from there, but they tried with all this your mom stuff. I still, I still have trouble with that thing of just being like, you knock down that door. Yeah. He's cheating. She, because he was in, he I was still, in a room like knocking down the with door. another woman and he's, and she's like, what you know? Get at what's going on in there, type of situation. Yeah, I know. I just I, hello. Well, what's going on in here? It didn't make fully sense. They were just like, whatever. If you say if you say that Cena dumped you, everyone will pop. But anyway, right. this build, I loved. I mean, I'm such a Ronda Rousey mark. Yeah, I said that last week. How much I love Ronda Rousey. I got my shirt in the mail. I'll be wearing it and watch Evolution. I, she is like everything the women's division needed and more. She like, I'm sorry. She goes, I will end you. Yeah. I, I I I don't know. I I'm just like. She's fucking great. Yeah. Yes. Is she, is, she, is, she, is she like rough around the edges? It's part of what I like. Part of what I like is that she's like picking up on the biz so fast and and like she's better than everyone. She's yeah. like, a, and she's such a star. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she's also a credible physical threat. Ooh. Like she, you know? Yeah. She would, uh, yeah. Uh, I love that Nikki slapped her. And then uh, I, what I wish Rhonda did was slap herself in the face a bunch oh, of times. Oh, yeah. Uh, she like literally was like smiled and was like, I'll get you. Now. I'll get you. Like, and, and she had the control as a true competitor. Yes. Babyface knows I, pr- I made a promise to you and I'm not going to break my promise. Right. Uh, 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 and we know she will do that. She's done it. Like when she flipped angle, like she, we know that she can go too far. She can get lose it, but not, no, no, no. She has control. Yeah. Nikki Bella. I can handle Nikki Bella. She could slap me. As a matter of fact, all it does is fire me up more. But I was like, slap your face even more. I punch her and ask for another punch. Yeah. 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 You know what I'm saying? That's yeah. we're a little removed from that. 
Yeah, I mean, that's not really her character right now. No. But, yeah, no, definitely, because that's like a Nikki Cross thing. But um, It is a Nikki Cross thing, but I think Ronda could pull it off. Yeah, it would, be, it would be completely fucking badass. That would have been um, amazing. One, uh, uh, one more thing I want to talk about, and actually one thing I didn't mention. One thing I really liked in the... DX promo, but it was like a, such a tough night to cut a promo. It was like, we're like X and we run the other X right now. Yeah. We run that place. I thought something was going to happen there and I'm wondering if something does. It felt like... they were, uh, But for people who don't know what I'm talking about, because it was really subtle because it's a weird night Like yeah. where Triple H couldn't even like get the crowd. They, it was, they couldn't get the crowd going at all. Uh, uh, Shawn Michaels, they were like saying, we run... The, they were basically like, we run NXT also. Yeah. You know? Yes. I thought somebody... Think, I thought like Undisputed Era was going to come out or something, and like I don't oh, know, no. it They're felt not, like that. But no, we're not getting anything new until after I Crown know. Jewel, and then after that, we're not getting anything new till uh, a Royal Rumble. So right. prepare to go into the wrestling hibernation slumber. Yeah. But I promise, this podcast will still be entertaining, even if Raw is wag. As a matter of fact, that's what we find when we get that negative space of the jabroni slumber. Yeah, it's kind of hard. It's been so good for the last month or yeah. so. It's like, yeah. Here's the last thing I want to cover, and then I think we can end this podcast and uh, move on. Well, they're alive, <laughs> frankly. Because, um, I mean, I don't think we need to talk about Big Show. No. I don't think we need to don't talk about care. the Carmella dance break. Don't care. I don't think we need to talk about that. Although, happy uh, birthday, Carmella. Absolutely. Happy birthday, Carmella. But what I would like to talk about is who will be the next universal champion. I think we both agree on this. Right. My, my choice, I've been very vocal about it on the Facebook page, and I think it's a very obvious move i will say based on how they're doing it it seems like they did they wanted they did run those nice works that they do where they did the thing where when finn came out for his match they said like finn's not been happy with his progress lately he feel like he let everybody down since he's came back from injury and he's not where he's supposed to be and he's working on they always do that to like like all right we're gonna build this guy back up yeah so it's like oh it might be finn but i think the answer is drew mcintyre mm -hmm. and i think that's what they're gonna do yeah i think it's i will smart. bet money on that because i think they're gonna add drew to this crown jewel match make it a three-way uh i think strom um i think Showman winning the belt this way mm -hmm. off of Lesnar, they, they, they blow the Lesnar matchup. It's all tainted. The only person, right? Because it's just no one's beating Roman Reigns. The right. only way, the only person who will benefit from this and will be a monster heel because they've uh, they're turning Elias face. Did you notice that yes. they were turning Owens face before he got hurt? They turned Strowman face, right? Is Drew McIntyre? Drew McIntyre winning that belt? Look, he's he's a guy who's he's in the right spot for it. He can even keep coming out with Dolph, yeah. you know, but he's the guy like, I think Strowman could beat him. Let's build Drew as a credible threat, as yeah. a guy who would jump on this opportunity and be like, kind of like the, uh, the, the, uh, uh, the bad, like, you know, there's this, this like beacon of good. And now the bad is taken over and we're in the dark times Yeah, and it's the Drew times. Yeah. And it's a time where I'm putting you all on notice. All you guys who don't work hard, you want to beat me. You got to beat me. I mean, he looks like a million bucks. Ooh. He's not super young and have Strowman work to beat him. And then we build Drew up and Strowman could beat the battle of him. But Strowman, if they're, unless they're giving the belt to Lesnar again, but that 
I don't think that's the plan, right? Yeah, I mean, I, that's what I was worried about. Um, so it's either going to win yeah. Strowman just beating Lesnar out of nowhere. Lesnar's not around. It's yeah. such an anticlimactic way. I'd rather wait till Mania to give Strowman the belt. Let's top, let's build Drew as the main event talent. The momentum is in his corner. Yeah. He's been claymoring like fucking crazy. The claymore is an incredible move for a guy who's like 6'5". He claymores like it's an RKO. It's like out of nowhere. Yeah. And he's so long. He's Foot just like comes into frame. Drew McIntyre firing on all cinder has a, a cylinders has a, a very clear gimmick, a very clear uh, 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 heel al- uh, uh, alliance uh, allegiance. Yeah, and uh, yeah, I think if he's the it, guy to pick up these dark times, give us a dark champion. If we knew that, if we knew that Reigns was going to be out for like six months, nine months, right, right, and not an indefinite amount of time, then I could see it going to Lesnar. Right, because then he would just beat Lesnar for it and get it back, uh, and because it would, if I think it would bury, and I just complain about people doing this, right. but I think it would bury Strowman a little bit if Roman came back and took the belt from him. Right, uh, and I think that oh, could you imagine if Drew gets the belt and he looks in the camera and he says, "Now this is my yard." Uh, yeah, but he's not going to do that. Oh my God. He's, Why not? Uh, he might do it. Why not? That's not that bad. No, and it would be, but it would be great. It's not that bad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that'd be. I mean, I think it's just. I think he could just say like, uh, he could literally get the mic and just be like, if you're fat, you don't get to wrestle me. <laughs> You know no what I'm fats, saying? No fats. Yeah, yeah, you can literally just be like, if you're not, if I don't see you working hard in the back, I'm not even showing up for a match against you. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Champions advantage. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Because then you can have actually a, he, a face Kevin Owens come back to and wrestle him as oh. like a guy who's like, and he's like, look at you, Tubby. It's big you know boy season. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, like he can say that, or like you know, and he can be like, Tubby. Like, yeah. <laughs> I mean, Owens. I don't know how he's. Uh, uh, apparently, he might be out for like eight nine months. Wow. So he got. Double knee surgery. They're supposed to be routine, but they said that it might take longer. Anyway, we got one more cash, and I'm going to play it, and then let's end this podcast. Yeah, and let's let's, end, let's just get let's get rid of this week. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think that this the, the energy on this episode was a little bit more introspective. It was it wasn't uh, you know it wasn't the same kind of like raucous energy that we have. But I think it's okay to take that time and uh, you know and. Yeah, I think it's okay. We're also shooting a video since six in the morning. I'm also very tired. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, but uh, no. Listen, this was. I think it's, it's a, a different uh, kind of week. Uh, uh, yeah, we had. We all had weird moods. Yeah, and also we've been. One thing about this podcast is, me and Newman have been hanging out. We watched um, uh, uh, pro wrestlers versus c- uh, comedians. No pro wrestlers. Uh, we should make that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a, it's yeah. a four minute movie. Yeah. Uh, they just uh, punch our faces <laughs> into a jelly, and then the credits roll. No, we watched pro wrestlers versus zombies last night. Yeah, and then we shot this video this morning that you guys will get to see only if we get to eighty patrons. We still more, need more ten more patrons yeah. to get there, and you'll see it, uh, and you'll believe it. And. Um, uh, I'm just I just getting an email here. It's exciting me about anyway. Uh, uh, but guys, I can't reveal. Okay, a deal's a deal. Yeah. Uh, but we've been hanging out, and yeah. one thing is that like we've been not talking about this Roman thing because we realize when we blow conversations before they're on the podcast, so it's been even like tenser because we haven't been able to like soothe each other with conversation <laughs> right. and just be like you know and like talk our feelings out. Yeah. And uh, and uh, to get on here and then it feel like we just you know we got into it and we we had our little session. Uh, it felt good. So hopefully uh, you guys felt that because th- we, we we blow conversations. Yeah. It's so hard to not. It's like hey, how's your day? Well, when oh yeah oh it's my day is fine. <laughs> and that's where the conversation stops because the next sentence is always like, "Did you see Raw?" 
You see SmackDown? Yeah, we had breakfast this morning, and uh, we couldn't talk about the Roman situation. Imagine that. Yeah, I'm stuffing eggs and bacon into my face yeah. with a side of fruit because I'm on a new diet. And I couldn't bring up Roman. Yeah, honestly, I saw a new side of you. All right, uh, we got another We got another cash in, uh, right. and we'll play it. We'll respond to it, and then we'll get out of here. Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Josh Huff of the HUFF Huff Nation, and I'm back at it again, but not with a Huff take, not with a cash in, but with some fantasy booking. So it makes me let sick. Let me just get into it real quick. Obviously, with the events that happened on Monday, Roman Reigns is going to be out, and I'm wishing him the best, and I'm excited to see him again, and I say that genuinely as someone that booed him for the longest time. I'm excited to see him come back. But on the other side, obviously, spoiler, Dean turned on Seth, they won the tag team titles, and then Dean just flipped his lid and started beating him up. So who knows what's going to happen with that. Here's the biggest thing is you have to get the titles off of Seth and Dean. So here's what you do for the tag titles. Have them in a match with AOP. Put AOP over as a monstrous tag team. Dean can even beat up Seth before the match. So Seth is, Seth is like a little defenseless, whatever you want to call it. Mm. And then AOP can just run through them, and then you can put the tag team titles back on the tag division where they actually need to be instead of like a story plot for the Shield. Now, for the IC title, someone on the Facebook page said that Dean and Seth's feud doesn't really need the IC title. I agree with that to an extent, so might as well get that off of him too. You know who does need an IC title run? I know a lot of you are about to be like, Elioth. Yeah, Yeah. I want Elias to win the IC title, but I think Bobby Lashley needs it a little bit more. Can you just imagine Bobby Lashley running through? Lashley! 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 (laughs) Bobby Lashley! And then Bobby Lashley running I'm around I'm going to turn it to the piece of gold. Saying Lashley, Lashley, out of tempo with his theme song, barking into the mic. God, it would be obnoxious. That's what we need no to sh- see right now, at least. Elias Holy shit. Run, but I this is bad. Is that bad omen? Hang on. Hang on. Sorry. First of all, stop. Uh, Josh, yeah, guys, Josh I love you, but look. Too long. The undulating voice is making me physically ill. Okay. (laughs) Not to mention, guys. Look, fantasy booking uh, 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 can be boring. Yeah. Fantasy booking. Look, I think there was some good, like some good booking in there. You know what I mean? But But keep it concise. Keep it for the Facebook page for the morning under his eye. Bring the takes here. Entertain us. Razzle, dazzle me. Yeah. Right. Absolutely. The East is. God damn it! You sound like Stone Cold talking about a Ford Escort. So this is basically what I would do. with, with the tag titles, I'll take them off of the two jabronis that have them now. Put them on the jabronis I like. That's Stone what Cold, I would do. Stone Cold, you uh, were telling me about the supermarket. I want to hear about the supermarket, not wrestling. All right, all right. So, yeah, I'm, I'm back in Gelson's. Oh, yes. I love this. Gelson's. I'm back in Gelson's. And, you know, it's Tuesday, so the salad bar is $2 off. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love that. Right? So, I'm getting, I'm getting my fake crab. I'm getting my lettuce. And, uh, you know, I'm there, and I'm like, lettuce? Lettuce see. Drew McIntyre with the belt. No, no, don't talk about wrestling. And pause. So here's the thing. That's a quick improv lesson about switching game. It doesn't heighten, okay? Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't heighten. It makes it harder, more confusing, and it's a new idea. Little comedy, comedy lesson for you there. I made it hard on Newman, and that's why I'm letting him stop. But listen, let's end this podcast because we got to record this bonus app, and we, I mean, we had a long day. Listen, Jabroniacs. 
Uh, we thank you, Roman. Hashtag thank you, Roman. Roman Reigns is always here on this podcast. Roman Reigns is uh, uh, and, here. And, and and we wish Roman a speedy recovery. We want him back on top as the champion, and we want to uh, see. Uh, we want him just to do. We just want. This I dude want him to, to be, be healthy. healthy. I want him to be healthy, even him. if he doesn't. Here's the thing: even if he doesn't wrestle again for some reason, I just want him to absolutely make it through this. Yeah, thank you, Roman. Um, thanks for entertainment, and uh, uh, I'm proud to say I got to see you wrestle four manias in a row. Yeah. Um, and uh, and uh, and thanks for being part of the cash in. My favorite moment in wrestling history: oh, Mania yeah. 31. Oh my god! I didn't even say this one thing. What is the big thing? I guess I'll, I'll, uh, I guess I'll, I guess I'll just say it now. But right. uh, I got confirmation that Seth Rollins has seen my stand-up joke. <gasps> really? And he's a fan of it. Yes. Likes it. He didn't retweet it or give me any Twitter love, right. but I got confirmation not from Dolph Ziggler. Oh, interesting. Not from Dolph Ziggler uh, 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 that he has seen it and likes it. Sounds Somebody like, was like, "I'm going to tell him about it." Sounds like you're not going to reveal your source. Uh, I can't hear you in the mic. He said, "It sounds like you're not going to reveal your source." I'm not going to reveal my source, but I, that's uh, uh, so the architect Seth. Were has they heard like? It. Were they like? Man, he likes it. I, it was over text, <laughs> oh, and yeah. so I would like to get more detail. And also, uh, I didn't want to mark out too hard. You know what I mean? Sure. Got to keep my cool. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, keep but Seth Rollins has seen my stand up, so that's just cool. There it is. That's it. That's very. So cool. that's what we leave on on a, a little bit of a fun high note, and uh, um. Great, cool. So, hey, everybody, Jabroniacs, remember, if you want more of this podcast, remember, you can support us and get more content on patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. We're right now in our push to 100. We have 70 patrons exactly, mm-hmm. and we're looking to get 100. We're looking to expand the show. We're looking to grow the show. We're looking to put new equipment in here, have new features, uh, shoot some cool videos. Like We have some really cool ideas of things that we want to invest in. We shot a video today that we will unleash. Unleashed. Give me a Stone Cold Unleashed. Unleashed. We'll unleash on the cow universe once we hit that eighty patrons mark. Uh, 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 so uh, you'll find out why Dan's voice hurts. If, yeah, if absolutely. You'll find patrons. out why my voice hurts. Speaking uh, of unleashed, my dog Moolah got off her leash. No, no, the no, other no, no, stop it, stop it. So right. go to Patreon.com/slash Comedians Wrestling. You access to bonus episodes right now. Our bonus episode is our movie dissection of the biggest piece of shit I've ever seen. Pro wrestlers. Versus zombies, I'm, and we're gonna talk about that movie, and uh, we have a great time talking about it. Uh, but even though the movie's bad, sometimes that makes the episodes even better. I'll say this: I'm pissed off that I had to watch it. I yeah. know. Whoever <laughs> suggested hey, it, this is a shit. democracy here. I'm Zachary mad. Baguette was our 70th patron; he gets to choose. All right, uh, just like our 80th, 80th patron will get to do that. By the way, one more thing I'll say about the Patreon: I added something shadily to the Patreon, which is when oh. we hit 2,000 patrons. Yeah. Okay. I will burn my CPA license <laughs> here on the podcast. Is that something you can just get another one of? I have no idea. Oh. I don't. I, I don't know. But I'm gonna take the original one that yeah. I said to me. I, I spent so I'm gonna because so that means that I'm officially a professional podcaster. Yeah. If we hit two thousand, I mean I, I, that was a rough number. Let's keep it at two thousand. Maybe it'll go up and down a little. Two thousand is good. But two thousand feels like the number. I'll just burn it here in studio. You're gonna what? We'll figure out how to do it. I'm going to. Take my CPA license and burn it down. Absolutely, he almost never gets the grammar right with the, yeah. with the drops <laughs> yeah. and his like preamble. That's how I did it. That was that great. Was great, right? fantastic. Absolutely. So you go in there. Hey, be part of that long term goal, wow. man. I told you about that other thing I want to do with the pod for next year. Yes. Right? Yeah. It's gonna be very cool. But uh, hey, look, guys. <laughs> 
These things can't happen without uh, uh, support. I know there's a lot of you listening to this podcast, okay? Yeah. Do you want to give back? $2. Well, $2 a month. All right, anyway, once we hit 100, you get 9 to 5 cow episode, and there's lots of value here. Anyway, look, I don't need to sell you on the Patreon anymore, but I'm gonna. Uh, was that, $0.06 cents a day? Something like $2 that. $2 a month? Yeah. Just one. Think about this. Just take one more shift at the Heggie shop. Yeah. That pays for the whole year. Yes, you talk, <laughs> to your, talk to your manager, see if you can do some overtime, and, uh, you know, de- donate to the Patreon. Yeah. Uh, man. Anyway. All right. Um, Gay beards. Anyway, before we sound too desperate, let's get out of here. Yeah. Everybody. Let's go. Hey, look, Jabroni X. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network.